Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it with, you made it with, you made it with. I know, I know that I say this an awful lot, but this, this is this is a good one. I love this episode. Sean Patton came in to make it weird. One of my favorite people, one of my favorite comedians, and just a, a fantastic guest. I want to warn you right up top, especially if you might maybe you skip this part. Let me say this right up top. We say the c word. We talk about the c word, okay? At one point in the episode, and I think we say it. What must be a record? for a podcast uh we're not using it like flippantly or calling people c words we're just discussing the word so like i wrote in the intro don't listen to this episode in the car with your mom and your youth pastor on the way to pick up children because you know it's just not appropriate so this 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 one is rated nc-17 for our use of the c word (laughs) uh that out of the way i've never i've never had to make a warning at the top of the show that out of the way (coughs) excuse me could have edited that out but didn't uh, if you want to come see me tape my hour special for Comedy Central, it's going to be in Austin, Texas on October 23rd, 7 and 9.30 p.m. The tickets are free. Go to theblacklistnyc.com slash P-E-T-E-H. That's the way to get them. Blacklistnyc.com slash P-E-T-E-H. Those stand-up shows where weirdos are at are always the best. And this is being recorded, and it's going to be a thing, and it'll exist. So I really, really, really want some weirdos out there. So please, if you can, make it. I guarantee, I can't guarantee, what am I, a car salesman? I think it's going to be a great time. That's what I'm saying. That's what my money's on. So please come out if you can. We've got other shows coming out. I'm going to be in St. Louis at the Firebird on October 3rd, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm going to be at the Skyline Comedy Cafe uh, October 11th through 13th, Minneapolis at the Cedar Cultural Center on October 14th, Hollywood Improv, 8 and 10 o'clock shows on October 20th, headlining there at the Hollywood Improv in Los Angeles. November 8th, we just added this. Uh, I'm going to be in New York City on November 8th for a live You Made It Weird at the Gramercy Theater. That's part of the uh, New York Comedy Fest, so I'm sure we'll get some good guests for that one. Nashville, Tennessee, I'm going to be at the High Watt on November 16th. Atlanta, Georgia, I'm going to be at the Relapse Theater on November 17th. Boston, Mass, Paradise Rock Club, November 24th. San Francisco, going back to San Fran, to Cobbs, to co-headline with Kyle Kinane, November 29th through December 2nd. December 3rd, we're doing a live You Made It Weird. I can promise Kyle will be one of the guests, and we're going to have some surprises as well. Portland, Oregon, Helium Comedy Club, December 5th through 8th. Philadelphia, PA, Helium Comedy Club, December 12th through 15th. New York, New York, going back to New York. Gramercy Theater again, but this time to do stand-up on December 21st. Uh, That's going to be great, and the world's supposed to end. The, uh, (laughs) the, um... What is it? Sponsor? What is that we say? Sponsor? The sponsor today is Amazon, as usual. People have been doing this a lot, and it's helping the show, and I really appreciate that. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, just go to Nerdist.com first. Go to this show. You made it weird. Go to this episode. Click on the banner. Then buy what you were going to buy. That's great. Or support the show by buying a t-shirt made by weirdos for weirdos at youmadeitweird.com or donate something to Katie, which is great. Because Katie got a weird idea that she was like, for mood, she was only going to light her apartment with candles, which was fine, but then her roommate didn't know that and came home and freaked out. She thought it was like haunted candles, like not fun candles, so she started flailing a broom around and knocked a lot of the candles over, and Katie woke up, and there was a small fire. Everything's fine, but as you might imagine, it's like a traumatic thing. So if you're going to also take from this, if you're going to like relight your apartment with candelabras, be sure to tell your roommate or they might flail with a broom. And then you might need donations at youmadeitweird.com. 
help Katie out, guys, if you feel nasty. Let's enjoy the show. Sean Patton, so glad he could come by. This is, I imagine this to be your seat, isn't it? You, if you hosted the show, you would sit there? I imagine this would be like the... Welcome. It's see, also... Actually, you could see everything. You could see what's coming in. I was just going to say, did you grow up in a, in a, in a, uh, with black friends? Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. That's one of my favorite... What is having your back to back the wall? Back to the wall. Huh. I went to dinner with Kenya, who's been on this show, and uh, we went to a state... Like, every once in a while, it doesn't... Kenya? He's a black guy, I imagine. You're no black guy. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. I, and you know what? I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I'm even more surprised that you said guy. You, oh, Kenya, Kenya sounds like a, like a beautiful female name. Kenya. It could go Kenya. either way, absolutely. I feel the country of Kenya is a woman. It's so fertile. It's so, it so runs so fast. It runs. Well. <laughs> the children now, run so fast. Now, now we're figuring the, pe- the peoples. <laughs> yeah. The peoples have a, have a masculine and feminine quality both, both ways. I looked at. You know those like web? The, it was a page where it's like you prepared to have your mind blown by all this information. Those like random web pages that people will post on Facebook, and no. you go and it's like the forty things it'll blow your mind. Oh, you ever seen that? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. The, that I saw a... one that was like, "How big is Africa?" And apparently, the United States, China, all of Europe, yeah, you and could like fit, Canada can fit in there. You could fit North America in there four times. Have you ever seen a map of the world that's like seismically accurate? Not seismically, but you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Have you seen one? Like where it's like, this is what it actually looks like. What it like. actually not... looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't yeah. that fucking weird? Scary. It's crazy. Yeah. Africa's like the whole thing. <laughs> and everything just kind of broke off from Africa. And, and then like the Pacific Ocean is the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we all, like, it's like uh, Africa was the pie and we're all the crumbs. And now all the crumbs are like, forget the pie. You know, like most of the, most of the crumbs don't really give a shit about the pie, man. The crumbs have gotten... Walked away from the pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that the crumbs are better. They're just smaller. They're so much smaller. And people, like, you know, you don't think of Africa as like, have you ever been? No. That's what a pretend- have you been? See, it's a pretentious question that only people who have been, been to Africa, Africa yeah. ask if you've been to Africa. But I, feel, I don't know. I feel like it's better to ask than just be like, so when I was in Uganda and just like toss that in, like, so oh, weird. yeah, I was there too. That's where I was. That's yeah. fucking Did you go? bizarre. <laughs> it was Uganda. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, you've been to Africa. Of all the countries to pick, though, you picked Uganda. Dude, Do you listen to the show? Fucking... I don't think I've even talked about Uganda on the show. Oh my god, dude, this is some shit. We're Let me ask in. you: Does your brain work that way? What? Where I, if like, something happens, if something happens like that, there are two ways you can oh, interpret: buddy. can blind coincidence or you? Oh. oh, it's because of the OCDs. Oh, all day long. So I, you don't yeah, understand tell me how, about many, that. how many times I've how many, been, how I've how had how like days where I'm like, is this is this like a Truman Show type shit that I'm living? Where like Sean? everything. God in heaven. You know what I mean? Let's talk about this. Isn't it scary? Yeah, fuck it the pie. We're the talking shit. about this. <laughs> but I do want to say really quickly. No, please say this. The pie, the crumbs. You, I think you got an idea for an animated movie there. Talk about it. The idea of like. Oh, like something that would be like at the beginning of a Pixar film? Yeah, No, no, no. Something that would be a Pixar film. That's a, that's a, bold, that's a bold statement. Well, you remember, that's probably the same thing the guy who pitched the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was told. I don't remember the. You brave don't remember toaster. that? I it was a bunch of appliances. Toasters. You don't remember the brave put little toaster? No. The animated series? I mean, or just movie? I remember Batman the animated. Dude, series. I anyone listening to this, Pete yourself, go see the brave little to- or get the brave little toaster. It is the darkest, most fucked up animated movie you'll ever really? see. Really? Yeah, because it's basically appliances trying to trying to escape the junkyard basically like oh. escaping the idea of becoming obsolete that's like and it's twisted ooh. and like things die Ooh, they die no yes it's like if in toy story 3 some of them didn't make it 
Yeah, it's kind of like if it's before <sighs> the animated thing was big. And yeah. like, mar- like company, like corporations got behind it. Like, this is what the kids want. It was back. Right. Like, no one's gonna watch this shit. Do whatever you want. Really? It was scary. It, it was. I mean, it's from the eighties, but it's like, uh, it's awesome. It made- does it? Does it look cool too? No, it's like hand drawn and shitty, <laughs> and no, oh, no God. celebrity voices. Okay. Anyway, so doesn't that always distract you? If I'm watching a movie and one of the voices is a celebrity, I can't until I figure out who it is. I'm like John C. Riley. Who the fuck is that? Well, don't you hate it when it's when you realize some of your favorite actors and comedians are like not good at voiceover acting? Tell me, what do you mean? I mean, like you realize, like yeah. you think, okay, well, just I've tell me the scenario. Seen, there's there's someone who's a voice in. Uh, oh. Kung Fu Panda uh-huh. Who's like one of my idols as a comedian Yeah He plays the stork Who is it? David Cross And then you're just like And you hear it and you're like Did you take a Valium before this uh, set? You know what I mean? Like he sounds like he, <laughs> Are you doing this over a cell phone right now? And you I know, love David Cross sure. I think he's a fucking no, genius I don't but, think anybody thinks you don't love yeah. David Cross that, That's really, really funny. <laughs> so funny But you know you're acting against nobody That's what I always find strange well, uh, acting because you've done voiceover work. Sure, but it would yeah. be like this. But Katie wouldn't be Katie. It would be some old man, and you're not here, and it's just me. And Katie and I aren't even in the same room, so you're just there, and you're just like, "This soup is so hot." <laughs> you have to be like a lunatic to be like, because no one's going to tell you, "Can you do it real? Do it for real, please?" Yeah, because it's not real. Because it's, it's not cartoon. real. It's totally fake. Be, be more cartoonish. Be more, it's less cartoony. I don't know. Wait, do you? I got, this is something I've always wanted to know. Mm. Is it drawn? And you look at it and see how they, or do they draw it they according draw it to how according you're... According to you. Really? I believe. And then you do something, you've done AD, ADR ever? I have done ADR. And then but they it's... do that after the fact, but then you have to match it, which is much harder. Damn. But they do that for regular movies, too, where your mouth is moving and there's ADR. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I, I always thought that they drew it. Right. And then you had to watch it and be like, all right, I got to match it to It's the way. my understanding. I bet it goes both ways. Damn, I bet it dude. goes both ways. But I'll tell you this, it's much harder. There, I've done a couple of voiceover things where it's to picture. That's, you know, it's already there. Oh, I see. It's impossible. It's so difficult. You're like, I wouldn't talk the way the mouth is moving. <laughs> Watch this guy always yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very, very Well, now, now David Cross is hearing this. He's crying. Like, he doesn't understand how hard it is. I he just, stared. I, say, just, I say, I suck. I did scork. No, he doesn't care. No, he doesn't give a shit. That guy seems like he's got a lot of boundaries. A lot of uh, self self worth. I don't think he cares too much. You know, you want to hear unless this. maybe he cares more than other people. Well, he was the first ever when I first started doing stand up. Like six months in, he came to New Orleans, and mm. it was like ten dollar tickets to see him at this music venue. And I was like, I can't believe this. Yeah, and I because Mister Show is my comic, like my number one Thing. comedic influence. That's it. It's what revolutionized my head about really. Comedy. I was in high school. Yeah, I was a shithead. Didn't think comedy was funny until I saw that. And then I kind of went backwards. Then I watched like Monty Python, Kids in the Hall. But Mr. Show was the thing that was like, <gasps> yeah. so going to see him live, I was just glued to like his every move. Yeah. And afterwards, because I had some weed, at the improv group that opened for him, yeah. like uh, I knew one of the guys. We got backstage. He comes backstage, and I seriously had that like, Mr. Crouch, you're the best thing in the world. Like just geeked out. Basically like. It was embarrassing. I'd love to know what I actually said. I have no real I bet you could do anything, even voice a stork one day. <laughs> yeah. I bet it would be great. I bet, <laughs> Cut I bet, to this, Sean. I bet 10 years from now, I'll talk shit about <laughs> you on a podcast. <laughs> but he was, he was a very nice dude, and he uh, gave me a giant check that he had used for a prop that said, to the asshole in the audience. Oh. For zero dollars. He gave it to you he in, had, he, during he, the show? No, he gave it to me after backstage after I barfed. 
compliments all over him. I don't understand the bit. Was the bit part of the show, or did he have a check had, to he, give someone if they approached him after the that show? That would be awesome. That would that be would insane. Be like, that would be... He has props for life? <laughs> yeah. Well, nice that to would... meet you. Here's your check. <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> you fucking loud mouth. No. He had a bit he opened with where he played the guitar, asked if anyone asked for a request. Of course, someone yelled, free bird. Yep. He said, you're the one millionth asshole to request that. Had someone come out with this giant check. That that guy didn't take, so that person just took it. So that they he didn't, didn't take it. Yeah, the audience guy didn't take it. I got it. I still have it. I it's don't one understand. of the things that survived. It survived Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. I still have it. Yeah, it's like something that means a lot to I me. I can't believe the guy in the crowd didn't take it though, because he was truly an asshole. Uh, he was boy. one of those guys who was like, "Oh, David Cross from fucking uh, from a well, I was trying to think what he was even on future stork voice." Yeah, <laughs> everybody's I'm, aware of this. I'm a drunk psychic asshole. Okay, I'm an asshole. I know if I take that check, I'm gonna fall on it and die. So you keep it. I can't believe anybody in an audience wouldn't take something. I've, <laughs> What? What? I just what? like the idea of like a like a drunk frat boy, but a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! You're gonna get herpes in six months anyway in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> just like a stupid YOLO. YOLO, <laughs> YOLO, especially in your case, you're going to die in a boating yeah. accident in two weeks. <laughs> Stay away from water. Also, your lacrosse stick has a hole in it. <laughs> drunk, frat boy, psychic. Hell, from, <laughs> from the Northeast, lacrosse. <laughs> they don't play that in the South. 95 going to Vermont is backed up. <laughs> drunk, frat boy, psychic. <laughs> Gives tra- traffic advice. <laughs> Yeah, that's, he uses it for the weakest things. Traffic advice. Dude, don't go thing. with her. She's on her period. <laughs> Drunk, psychic, bad boy. Wait, can't you predict like any sort of world like events that would mean something? I can predict you being a fucking pussy <laughs> in three years when your wife wants to take you for everything in court. <laughs> Drunk, bad boy. Sorry, I forgot my own song. Psychic. Pussy. Pussy. Throw that, throw that in there at the end. Drunk pussy, psychic, frat boy. I, I think we, we're, I think we're onto something here with the, the crumbs. That's an animated series. Yeah, and then this probably is a, a trilogy. A I'm, film still, trilogy. I'm still by curious on what you meant by. <laughs> You're still by curious about what now? <laughs> I find I think a good way to spice up your life is to say "by curious" every time you say "curious." Although that has bit me in the ass before. There was somebody I knew who was was really really. Um, I, I thought he was. Um, I thought he was gay. There's no judgment there. I was just like, oh, this is a gay man. He's one of oh, those yeah. people you'd meet, and you'd be like, well, clearly you're gay. I, I, I love you, and you're gay. And then he'd be like, and this is my girlfriend. Then he'd be like, okay. So I was wrong, which is fine. But are you wrong? Because oh, I feel like a lot of guys in the closet initially do that. Well, you know, I, 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 have, a, I have a bit about this where, where it's just like you have to watch him talk about girls, and it's uh, like so fake, and he's just like, I just love her. Mm. <laughs> her pussy so... Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like fucking please be gay. Like they always, they hold hands real hardcore. Oh, yeah. They hard the shit out of that girl's Absolutely. Hand. I know I know. a lot of... And please, everybody listening knows. I, got, I love... Yeah, I love all... people and I love gay people. Yeah, There's gay nothing people about are it. the best. But I grew up religious, so I know a lot of I know a lot of uh, people who will never be gay, and it breaks my heart. I'm like, you're gay, and I'm not even talking about effeminate or, or wispy or any of these like stereotypes. Like I'm homosexual. Just like, you're just a homosexual yeah, yeah. man. You're like a manly gay man. Yeah, and you'll you won't even come out to yourself. Never. 
Not even in your your fantasy life will you be gay. That's how deep in the closet. Even if you actually commit a home, like if you, I was about to say commit a homosexual act. Right. That makes it sound like a crime. (laughs) I apologize. No, no, commit commit an act. Have some sex with a gay guy or a guy. You'd be like, this isn't. They they would rationalize. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it actually. And that's it. Am I allowed to ask you questions? Uh, well, you'll get in trouble because I'll answer them. Okay, good. And people will be like, let Sean talk <laughs> on iTunes. No, that's something I've always wanted to ask you because it's something I've <clears throat> always heard. That I'm gay? About you. Was that you are this gay guy that you keep talking about? No. <laughs> well, I got that, that you were <coughs> not that long ago either. What's that? Like you were like a married religious man. Oh yeah. Oh god. Have I was, you talked I was, about this? My before? butthole was clenching like turbulence, waiting for this question. Really? Yeah. This comes up a lot on the show. Does it? Okay. Yeah. No. No. I, no. That's that's totally fine. I, I was I was for two things. I was like, I'm sure Sean is going to ask some things that'll make it weird, and I'm sure if I just asked Sean to tell me weird things about himself, like I did oh, no weird. research. I called JB Lee on the way, but she didn't answer <coughs> because I wanted to get dirt on you. There, there, there. I, 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 don't. No one can ever. My sister Ooh. is what? Go, sister. Yeah, she gets. She she'll give you tons of dirt on me. But uh, oh yeah, I don't feel like they're. I'm pretty open about. Yeah, most I know. Shit, that's that's why I'm excited to have you on the show. No, thank John you. Patton, old salt um, and pepper, S and P, standards and practices. But that's the thing. By the time I met you, mm-hmm. I remember there was one night at Cabin <clears throat> in New York. This is like 2007. You show up. And this was like I was like, oh god, that's Pete Holmes. Really? He saw me bomb once. Ah. <laughs> oh my god, I did see you bomb once. The first time you ever saw me. That's that's a great way to make it weird. The first time oh, I saw dude, you, we could definitely talk about this. Let's talk about that. Right, I'm right. gonna write down cabin. Mm. And by the way, the, the finish, the punchline to that story. In case no one's ever been like, we didn't hear the end of that story. So this guy who I think is gay comes into my oh shit, uh, my uh, whatever where I was. And he was like, Pete, I'm curious. And I go, bye, curious, which is all what I always do. But that's the one time I was like, like shit. He's going to think I'm making fun of him. <laughs> I say it all the time. Okay, so. Uh, was it the, did he just go, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Finally, it's so good to be seen. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're the only one who understands. <laughs> he just closed the door and was like, "Thank you." And then, it, and then but he admits it because he thinks you're also. Yeah, He's like you're you're one of us, right? Well, oh. uh, it's funny because uh, Todd Glass was talking to me. Uh, you know who famously came out on mm-hmm. uh, WT Fuck with Mark Maron, <laughs> uh, and they discussed how they thought I, that I was kind of uh, gay, which is fine. It doesn't offend me. It just was interesting. And last time I saw Todd, I said something about. A partner or something, but I didn't mean that. And he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "No." Yeah. And he was like, "Ah, sorry." I see. And I was like, "Okay." Uh, now I can, I can, I can understand for a second why someone would be like, "What do you think, Pete? You think?" Right. Sure. But but I but no because like you, I don't think you have like effeminate qualities. I think you just have like theatrical. That laugh is definitely by curious. Very by curious. <laughs> that laugh can go either way. <laughs> Dick or vagina. But that's the other thing. I I I'm willing to bet, and I know I'm right. Like you're probably the most. You're like violently heterosexual. Yeah, I, I, I you, you check smash the file. Puss. You know what, what I'm saying? <laughs> that is not what I was agreeing to. <laughs> I do not like in a bad way, but you're like you like you're probably like a nasty hetero, like hetero dude. Oh God! <laughs> Look at you. Am I making you? Am I making you? You are making no. me uncomfortable, but I like it a lot. Um, no, I, I, uh, I have said to myself, I'm like I would be okay with myself if I were gay, but I'm not. I, I would agree that there's a lot of. Uh, Really into girls. <laughs> no, yeah, like, that, I, that's all I'll say. Like into some, like into some, like and we don't have to get into it unless you want sure. to. But some, some real, not not dark, but some real. Not, I don't know if I do dark. Well, you know, it's interesting. Like Sean, you've probably Sean. been or have been or have choked. 
Choked? Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> no, I think about that idea. Sex being there being a little bit of a, a, a power dynamic and there being right. a little bit of a... It's funny. Okay, so I was married, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. right, right, right. So I had, I had the most. I had very, very boring regular guy married sex. sex. Married, married sex. Guy. It wasn't even married sex. It was. The, it was worse than that. I'm sure there are married people that are really just throwing it up there. You know what I mean? I'm talking about <laughs> like putting up points. Really, <laughs> really. Up some put, stats. They're getting on the board. They're getting <laughs> yeah, on the board. Yeah. RBI is uh, rubs butter. Rubs, rubs bonered in. That's. <laughs> 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 Fifteen RBIs this month. Rubs bonered Rubs in. Bonered in. And this is this isn't awkward. This, oh, it's good. You've changed my body chemistry. I'm uncomfortable talking about this, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so then I started having sex with uh, other people. Right. You know, so I got divorced, and then I started having sex with. other Wait, people. can I can I interject? Next question. Yeah. Was she the first? Who? Yeah. The wife was the yeah, first. Yeah. Wow. Win. You should. I you. I think you'd like this podcast, and you'd learn. All <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever talked about this on this? It podcast? comes up so much. Damn. Yeah. No. 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 Right, it's sorry. okay. It's yeah. because I'm. Uh, I only have one life, and I'm always just being like, "Well, that's a lot." Like, <laughs> oh, I married the first. Well, I married the first person that I slept with. Awesome. And then we never did anything. Uh, it break. Listen, I'm glad you brought this up. So you've done what every woman wa- says she wants when she's like 12. I did to that. like marry yeah. the first guy they sleep. Yeah, and it, was, right. and it was my wife, not me. My wife. It was my, my wife, not <laughs> not me that like had a problem with the fantasy. Like I was doing okay. You know why? Because I had comedy. That's the disturbing right. truth. Because right. I was like, who cares? Right. Like everything's fine. I can make laughter. Yeah. Also, I like that you have uh, Eastern European Tourettes. My wife. <laughs> like, like occasionally. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> That's, well, it's Borat. You know Borat. Borat sure, sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. But uh, so what you were saying, so a sex with So people. it makes me a little bit sad when I think about the sex I was having as a married person and then the like sexual education you get from being with a couple more people. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And uh, now I've never choked anybody, but there is something. Well, you made me uncomfortable. But I, I remember telling a friend of mine, I was like, I figured out, I was in a relationship uh, after my wife and uh, I remember figuring out I feel like I should be like it wasn't Jamie I feel like that I feel like I should say that here because we both know her and we're sitting here Jesus Christ this is so uncomfortable wait we will acknowledge it is not her yeah yeah Oh we can my God, that. fuck forever. Should we take that out? I don't know. Leave it in. It's fine. Uh, She's a good sport. She is a good sport. Um, but it wasn't her. It was, it was this other girl, and then we were, we were doing it, and then I, uh, I just put my hand on her throat, right? Mm. Not, I didn't squeeze. Throat is such a – can we get a better word, please? Throat? Neck. Okay, neck. Neck. Where the throat is located. The neck. Oh, fuck. You're rub so them right. boners in. <laughs> so many boners rubbed in. So many boners rubbed in. All it was was uh, a placement. Oh, it wasn't even that. I think it might have been that. And then it might have been like holding the person down. De- holding? Holding. Holding them down a little bit. Now, yeah. this this is very candid and uh, makes me uncomfortable, I suppose. But there, it, it was like, oh, you're not a bad person if you uh, introduce an element like that or whatever. So then I told another one of my married friends. I was like, try... Uh, holding your wife's hand just ca- kind of by the wrist. This is so... Is this good No, podcasting? no, I'm into this, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look... Uh, fuck me, <laughs> man. Good podcast. But this is one of the things that made my life better. I'm not just saying this to be, like, raunchy. It was kind of right, an interesting right. thing, an ex- interesting... Uh, psychology of sexuality was to put someone's ri- wrist and hold it down a little bit, just just kind of like your mind. The implication right, being like, yeah. I I'm I'm claiming what I like, and right, that's right, you. Right. And then you know if you <laughs> if you pause and look at that, it's not really that filthy. It's actually kind of no, beautiful. It's very sexual. It's very it's, it's, it's sexy. It's hot. It's hot it's as hot. fuck. So Two I teams. tell so I tell one of my friends.
friends who also married one of the first people that he slept with, and mm-hmm. I was like, look, I'm out in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing research. I'm in the infantry. Here. <laughs> Here's something I learned, and it's not something weird. Or gr- I, I always have to defend it. it. Makes me so uncomfortable. But that was one thing that I told my friend. Yeah, don't, and that, there's nothing. I, I would say there's nothing. Yeah, don't, there's nothing I have to even defend there because, like, I, I mean, I'll you know, shit. I I uh, it, I used to put it into like the, I'm a Scorpio. That's why I'm like that because we're ruled by the sexes. Are you? Yeah. Is that what they say? Yeah. That Scorpio is apparently the sexual sign. The, the the creepy sexual jerking yeah. off at the party. He'll sting so. you, and then yeah. he will fuck you. Yes, yes, both at the same time. What's the difference, really? And I don't, I don't. The Zodiac to me is just funny. I, I love it. I don't really abide by it, but yeah. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, sure. Um, but I'm a like I, I I think extremely sexual thoughts about everyone I know. You, Why you, wouldn't you? Yep, Katie. About and, me? I mean, but it's never every friend I have, but not like I want to fuck that Pete Holmes, right? But like, man, I bet Pete's a screamer. You know, interesting. Like, or oh, bet, you're just hypersexual, right? I'm just hyper. Th- and well, it's good like for you, man. Oh, I'm a hypersexual human being. But it, I, that, but it's like people think that's strange. I don't give a shit. But it's like I for for you specifically. Yeah, I have thought like, oh, Pete's a, a complex power thing where he comes on strong. He gets in. He gets in the room. <laughs> the woman's like, oh God, he's gonna take me. But then he flips it on her. He's like, no, take me. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> oh and my like, Jesus! So like, it's like a so. It's, but it's like it keeps the it keeps your partner <gasps> on their toes. Okay. Where like they're like, oh my God, I'm about to get fucked, and then it's like, oh, I get to do the fucking. Yeah. But then. Through get, empowering them to do the fucking, you're actually doing the fucking. You're driving the boat by letting them drive the boat. You see what I'm saying? The boat being the sex. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the relinquishing of power is the real power move. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, what's interesting about this and what's interesting about your openness about this is I sometimes wonder in a world where we were comfortable with our own thoughts and desires and feelings, yes. what would we be doing? What we're really doing is censoring ourselves all the time. Yeah, yeah. This is why... Trying uh, to be normal. Trying to be quote-unquote no normal, exactly. As, yeah. But I'll tell you this. Uh, there have been times when I've looked at like a pornographic film on, uh-huh. the, on the interweb, and it's been something really kind of fucking strange, yeah. especially if it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait now, been a while like since you've had relations or been a while since relations, been a while since I took myself to dinner and been a while since I looked at pornography. Been a I'm while. just like it's been a while on, on all fronts. Yeah, on all okay, fronts. Okay. Suddenly like I'm looking I it's like I don't want meat and potatoes. You're just like your brain just becomes like lizard brain and you're just like mm-hmm. all I am is mm-hmm. fuck. All I'm fuck. I am fuck. I am, I am cum. I am bah. I am bah. Bah. You just feel like a skin bag of semen yeah, and blood. It's like I have <laughs> You have to drain it. You're like a jizz pimple. Pop me. That's gross. I know. That's just fuck everything. (laughs) Psychic frat boy. You're like a jizz pimple. You ain't gonna get popped for too long. You can become a whitehead. You're gonna become a blackhead. You know those things. Yeah, whitehead, blackhead. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was gross. Everyone. No, no. Believe me. Come on. Free podcast, man. These these are gems. Uh, what were we saying? Uh, uh, that we were that it has. It, oh. it's been a while. And oh, it's been a while. And then watched. you look at something something horrible online, quote unquote horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, quote unquote horrible. And then you look and you see that it has eight billion views. Oh, so yeah. what is normal? Oh, yeah. If like if me no like thing. like uh, I believe it's Utah, but a lot of the more conservative areas mm-hmm. where people get married, like me, twenty two. That's where that's where pornography started. I'm with my wife. Mm-hmm. My wife. I'm with my <laughs> wife, and like sex is normal. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's this whole fucking basement of of just everything that I really fucking want. Really want to see. Jesus, yeah. fuck. Give it to me. We're talking about the truth right now. It's yeah. so uncomfortable, but fuck you. Not you. I'm just saying fuck anyone that denies, denies this, it. Yeah. Because there's this basement that we're all going in. Most right. of us do it online. Right. Or in, or in your subconscious. Right. You're just thinking about... Who cares what you're thinking about? No, and it, and it shouldn't, <clears throat> and you shouldn't judge nor be judged. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 you came to me right now, you know, and you're like, you know what? I'm a heterosexual, but goddamn it, do I love putting things in my ass yeah, yeah, while yeah. I'm putting my thing in other yeah, people? Yeah, I'm yeah. like Pete. Yeah, that's your thing. I think you I, didn't you didn't choose that thing, right? That thing chose you. I think I've said this on the show before. Yeah. I almost wish that that uh, that worked for me. It just doesn't. Uh, there's no. There's nothing happening. <laughs> Uh, oh, the butt things the in the butt. butt? Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just, just you know the butt. I mean, I've never put things in the butt, but um, it's also just like I just you don't want to be around there. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't. I was like, I don't think I, I definitely haven't. I've also had like a prostate examiner, which is not that that's central. As have I. As have just I. kind of like. Oh, okay. What if it was like, yeah. <laughs> like they had to get you aroused yeah. to really tell what was wrong. You gotta. <laughs> that's the only way we can truly tell is if you are aroused. Right. The- but that, well, that's, the, but that's the, like, I, I do tend to talk about sexual things on stage and just in general a lot. Right. And I, what really pisses me off is how people are always like, oh, that's so lowbrow. And I'm like, you know what? It can be. Right. But it's also something that is like necessary. It is a necessary yeah. thing to, for humans to survive. If if Gaffigan, who I love, can talk about nothing but food, another primal need. Yeah, I will. Why can't I talk about sexual things? Right, another primal need. That's why I think I grew up Catholic as well. That's why there was all these molesters in the the priesthood. Well, that's what we're they doing. Were robbed of sex. You're 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 doing yeah. nothing in the basement. And now you're in the sub basement. Yeah, yeah. Now you're and just underground. You're, you're just, just un- yeah. You're, you're a subterranean a, beast. You're a bu- you're in a bunker. You're like those tremors in that movie. Yeah, you know, eating children, eating little boys. And you're getting your bunker funk, bunker fuck on. Getting your bunker fuck up. <laughs> you don't want to be doing any bunker fucking. <laughs> that's fun- not good fucking. Or funker bunking. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. If we turn the lights on in the basement, is it really so bad? That's my question. No. You're, I, I love you. I, you're here to say no. No. Fucking good. Yeah. One of the, the points of this show, people tease me sometimes. They're like, this show should be called uh, Please Validate My Thoughts. Uh, the show, you know, like the idea that I'm just floating things by other people. So you'll yeah. be like, yeah, everything's fine. But you know what? That's what I go to therapy for. I just want someone to go like, yeah, and that's that's fine. I like I like how it's people. You say people do that, like to give you shit. Like, hey, why don't you call your podcast? Please validate my thoughts. Right. And it's like, well, as soon as you call yourself, please validate my life. Random internet commenting piece of shit. <laughs> Who really needs the validation here? All right. I believe you and every guest you have on here is like, yeah, I put myself out there. Right. Constantly. What do you, you sit in your speaking of basements? Yeah. That's where you live. That's where the bunker. Fell. I like to get online and. I fucking hate yeah things that are but people. Sometimes you know, I tr- I think about I think about trolling and that sort of stuff. That need to be seen being so bad that you mm-hmm. write negative things. Yeah, That's kind of how I look at it. I wonder, like you're you're not doing well. You know what I mean? And I'm not even making fun. If you take time <clears throat> to write on iTunes or, or or maybe there are just people that are doing well that just don't like the show and just want to like warn people. That's uh, fine. Well, good for but them. then there are also I think there are people that are just like having a fucking bad day. You want to talk about power, you want to talk about holding someone's fucking uh, wrist down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm talking about people that don't have any power and they're sick of their fucking boss and they're sick, sick of their job and their fucking mom and they're always cooking liver and onions and shut up, mom. And then you go in your basement and like writing Sean Patton is a fat fucking dick on your YouTube yeah. page. <laughs> I didn't even like guessing one. I'm sorry. That <laughs> made me feel bad. Sean Patton is really fat. 
<laughs> no, no. Yeah. I, I, I mean, oh yeah, I've got. But that's the only power you get. That's his boner for the day. I mean, well, here's okay. Here's this. I actually like. I did a college a couple months ago, Florida Atlantic University. Uh, awful in Fort Lauderdale. I've been there. You been to Florida Atlantic? I did Florida Atlantic. Okay, did you do it during the summer? I don't remember. Did you do it in a room with a mural on the wall? Is there a mural? There was a mural behind me. Yeah. But it was a situation where it was... Isn't that weird that we've both been there? Been, dude, when you're there, don't you feel like, as a comedian, doing like a random college, and I, please don't... What? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, please, please. That seems like a suspended reality. Like, it's just like another planet, basically. And then dude. I'm like, Sean, I've also been to that planet. And, it, it, and I had to do the same thing as you. And it, and it sucked. And it, it was it, awful. I remember, remember being awful? I remember it being good. Oh man, because I okay, but I, go what, ahead. No, nope. I did it during in June, so during yeah. the summer. So it was like, you know, everyone there was a pre freshman. They right. were all going to be freshmen. That's a hard crowd. Okay, and I get there and it's like pizza in a room. Everyone's eating pizza. There's a DJ, and then the DJ is like, "You ready?" And the student activities person's like, "You ready?" I'm like, "I guess I have. I'm ready." Yeah. And she goes up. They cut the music. She goes up, and, and I remember it was during that. Ball so hard, make a motherfucker want to fry me. The, 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 that Jay Z uh-huh. song, that Jay Z Kanye song, and they cut it, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" with their pizzas. No, and then, but they knew why they were there, so they also, "Oh, okay, that's right, we're here to watch a comedian." They all sat down, and the student activities director person goes up and reads my bio or intro, like they're reading, like a fucking essay in a class. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Sean Patton was by New Orleans. He cut his teeth to a stand up there, and then knew, and then read it, brought me up. I go up. It's fucking terrible. I mean, like I'm walking, people are walking out. Oh, I just never found. But by the end, towards like right 40, from the beginning, it was terrible. Bad, just bad. And the front row was the the, the freshman football players, mm. the people who were coming in to play football. They're all giant, mm-hmm. like you know, athletic geared out, and. uh they're sitting front row just eyeballing me for 40 minutes now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I got to address this. So I say, what do you guys find funny? Because you hate, obviously it's not me. Right. So what do you guys find funny? And they're just not responding. They're just sort of like shyly looking at each other. So I just went, oh, no, he didn't just ignore a motherfucker. And that, they loved it. They started laughing. And I was like, what? How you going to laugh at me for talking like this? Well, it's just the way I talk. It's differently from what, and, and they're dying. And then I start doing jokes that I'd previously done that had bombed. In just that in that, like Cat Williams, like right. what? And then he said, "Who?" And it, it, it crushed. They were fucking oh my God. like like deaf comedy jam. These guys, right? right? But then I got so I got out of there. But then when I got when the newspaper, the student newspaper, wrote an article just destroying me, <laughs> and one of the things calling me racist. Really? Because of that. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's racist, but but they can, like, you can see their point. As can I. Right. But I contacted the journalist and I was like, "Look, I never once said I was a black guy. That's your... Nor did I ever once say anything pertaining to black people. Right. Uh, and also, they laughed at it. You know what I mean? Like, who's the racist, really? <laughs> you're saying the crowd's racist? Well, I'm saying like, if any, if you're going to accuse anyone of racism, uh, you know, uh, that is such a weird argument. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like I did it, but they laughed at it. <laughs> but I think you your first two points were better. Yeah. That you you could be like it didn't have to be a black guy. But it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. I didn't I didn't I never once said, Look at me, now I'm doing a black voice. Right, right. But right. I clear I clearly was. Right, right, right. It because it was like, all right, well maybe this will be. You know what's funny? And it did. Chappelle had this really funny mm-hmm. quote about when Kramer said the N-word at the, at the world-famous Laugh Factory. <laughs> now, what is the N-word? No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you you know, can trust me that much. Like, oh, I forgot. We're recording this. <laughs> uh, 
So, and, you know, I had the same response to you just now, which was, like, whether or not that's offensive. I, I really – my brain is just not a good judge. I'm just like, that happened. I don't, I don't have a verdict yeah. for, that, for that at all. Because this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, Sean was having a bad time. Like, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was doing what he needed to do. And that's what Chappelle thought when he saw Kramer. He said – he was like, that's how I know I'm a comedian first and a black guy second. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh that is great. Kramer's having a bad set. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that crazy? It is. I, I kind of love it. Now, I, I think there's, I, I mean, obviously you do too, I hope, drastic differences between Kramer. Mm. And, yeah, but like. Oh, of course. But the, but, but the, I also, but that's the thing too. It's like I contacted the journalist. Right. I was like, I, I would like to rebut because I don't think that was an act of racism. Right. Because it wasn't. Because right, I right, know because right. I'm the one who did it. Right. And he never got back to me. But that shit. Now who's racist? Not yeah. replying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now who's the racist? <laughs> but that really, really fucked with me. Like, oh, I, I was sure. like, Jesus Christ. Like, did I? Uh huh. You know, and. Uh, but then I realized, uh, you know, hey, you make mistakes. It's also just one person's opinion. Yeah. But I, I guess, I mean, like. Race be- is a very, very tricky thing. That's the only thing we very have tricky. left that's like so offensive. You actually have a bit where you say uh, the N-word a-, a billion times. I do, I do. And I've, I've seen you do it uh, maybe three or four times. And every time I do, I can't believe that you're doing it. Yeah. And then I can't believe how it kills, it crushes. And I love it. Yeah, I do too. But, you know, I've honestly I've – honestly, I, I, it's in back in the workshop right now. And, and the reason it honestly is is because like – I've, you know, I've, I've had like someone like Hannibal, for example, mm-hmm. loves it, but yeah. Hannibal has, is the same thing. That's as funny because Hannibal doesn't have any, no. he, he's, he doesn't he like doesn't. joking around racially. No, he doesn't. Like no. if Hannibal's late, you can't be like black guy time <laughs> or whatever, like, which I see yeah. a lot of people do. Hannibal will be like, what you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in that, in that way where it's like, oh, like if you didn't know Hannibal as a comedian, you'd be like, this guy might be like an assassin. Oh, yeah, he's got something about him. You know what I'm saying? He's people just tell me, scared. Hannibal, you can't kill people from a window. I say, I'm going to go up there with a sniper rifle. <laughs> I'm going to start shooting people with my rifle because I like shooting from a distance. <laughs> people say you can't do a Hannibal impression. I say, yeah, you can. You talk real low down here. And then you get up here and you go, do it like this, Hannibal. And you're always talking to yourself, Hannibal. This is how you do an impression of Hannibal. Also, you can't see this audience, but keep your eyes closed. I know. you got to close <laughs> your eyes closed. and you got to put your hands up. I can't not do those things. Sean Patton, I really like that N-word joke you have, but you can't do it because it's too racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it too racist? No, no, I don't think it's too racist. I've just, but I've talked. I did it in New Orleans, where I'm from, and it, it had to. It got a great reaction. But then I like talked to uh, a young black female comedian there, and I, it, it really is like, yeah. I, I my whole reasoning behind doing it is because I want to. I, I in my head, I'm like, if we can just say it enough to where it has no meaning anymore. But then you talk to someone. And you're like, man, it, it, the thing you never really realize is like that word will never offend me. Right. I, I mean, meaning like it's not directed at me. Right. Like, I don't know what it's like to ever uh, have been called that right. in hatred. It's like uh, – So even though I'm saying it the in like – Any of the hate words. Right, right, right. It's not our place to go like let's uh, – or maybe it's not our place to take value away from faggot or cunt. Right, right, or right. These aren't, these aren't our words. But then it's also like – Cunt is one of those where it's like, oh, we just both just laid that one on hard, too, with a hard C. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you mean you and I just yeah, now? Just both like back to cunt. back. Pow, pow. I remember a time when cunt. Gotta <laughs> 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 sneak one more in. Cunt, you. <laughs> well, no, just go, no, just go ahead now. I remember when that word deeply offended me. Like, if anyone said Did it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first started doing comedy, when I was married and doing, uh, doing the Boston Comedy Club, there was a girl that would do a bit where she said that word, and I would be like, Oh, like really offended. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It's, I, sometimes I, you, like, I, I have to remind myself 
podcast is a little different, I feel like. But like I've said it on stage as a joke. Yeah. You know, as a joke because I'm like so friendly. Right. And then I'm like, what do you think? I'm just going to be like, fuck you, you cunt. And like people will be like, ah, oh, it's so juxtaposing or whatever. Yeah. But then I'm like, most people don't hear that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Br- Britain, it's big. Britain, it's huge. They're Australia like, as well. They look at, that, look at like... that little cunt. Yeah. Do like yeah. a child. Oh, I'm not a cunt. But don't you also cunt. Fuck you, like... you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm Everyone, not. Everyone, here's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eight years old and you're all cunts. Everyone. One, two, yeah. three. Cunt, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, that's a, but that to me is a word that, that's a new arrival. Cunt. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry to keep saying no, it. God help us. Please. I literally meant you mean okay, yep. Because that because that's one that like wasn't that that is a word that was not said to cunts by their cunt masters who beat them with whips and made them work. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the N word was. Right. That was like that derived from hatred. Right. Whereas cunt just derived from like, I ah, learn to drive. You know what they're getting? Stop being so shitty. You're right. You know what I mean? You're getting well, I guess it's the vaginal association that makes people upset. That's true. I've gotten I've gotten shit for saying pussy. I've ta- I talked about that. What I forget which podcast that was. I was with an old friend from high school, and I well, said, "Well, that that's po- that podcast is about to get <laughs> completely ah, outdone by this." I'd love to see what you do with this topic. <laughs> yeah. But I said to her, "I said I didn't mean to pussy out," and she mm. and she and I hadn't seen her in like a decade, and I thought it was really weird that she took issue with that. That's like that's like third hang. You might yeah, start showing yeah. those preferences. This was first hang. She's like, "This is what you're dealing with," and uh, she was like, "I I don't want you to." say pussy don't say pussy like that say ball sack and i was like you want me to say i ball sacked out i was like go, go fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the pussy <laughs> yeah i mean there is there is like yeah it's like if that kind of stuff it's like you know there when you, you we can't allow society to be the, the the thing that makes us feel good or like I guess I, I, I know there's a much better way to say what no, I just no, said. I, I want you know to help you find it. Like, but like we can't let social rules and norms be the thing that lets us feel comfortable. We have to find ways to be comfortable in life, and I believe part of that is developing a thick skin against things like words. Words. Yeah, but that, but that works for us. now. Not necessarily words like N word or right, 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 right. or the F word. Yeah, but words like cunt. Come on. Not Put the, your goddamn shield up now, and I know everyone's gonna be like, "Oh no, you're being." I'm not being anti-feminist at all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I actually think that, you know, speaking of uh, pussy, is I, I've noticed in movies lately they've been saying, like in The Departed, he goes, "Maybe it's because I never had a hard time getting cunt." Yeah, they're like you really see, forcing he, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really shoehorning in there. They're really. Uh, oh my god! We got to put a warning on this episode. Good lord! <laughs> Everything I touch turns to NC seventeen. <laughs> King Midas with a boner. But you're right. No, the, the N word N word is uh, certainly different. But you, to bring people in, just because I feel like we should have said this at the top, you have a bit where you're like, it's 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 Lenny Bruce's point, which is if we said it a bunch, it wouldn't mean anything anymore. Oh yeah, that's right. He does have. And then I I didn't think it was uh, derivative. I just yeah. thought it was in the same uh, family of bits. He does but, have that bit. Yeah, yeah. But then you were like, I don't really do it anymore. So that's much. fine. It's in the workshop. I just, I, I just, yeah. if you don't mind, I, you're like, let's just have different kinds of N words and like, oh yeah, totally, go uh, to town, yeah. Close-minded rednecks in Alabama. No, we'll the whole idea was um, racist. N-words. Yeah, it's like we take it away. Like, don't let, don't make it about black people anymore. Right. Just make every race, every a country different kind. get its different. Right, right, right. Yeah, and we all kind of shoulder the brunt, and now it's just we're all N words, <laughs> you know. But then it's like, and now it's not offensive. You know, Sean, I think that bit is really great, but you might want to watch what you do with Hannibal. <laughs> 
sorry. I just want to do Hannibal all day. I just want to well, do Hannibal all day. But back, that's the thing. Like, I feel like the bitch, it, to me, is more offensive than cunt. When it comes to the, the C word, let's, let's start. I'm going to start saying the C word because I've said it we've so said many it like, times. We've, we have dropped it. I feel like the FCC will find this show and make a law. The FCC <laughs> word. Ah! Boom, 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 boom. Nice. Uh, uh, the C word is is too easy. Robin Williams was on Inside the Actor's Studio, and you know they're like, "What word do you hate?" And he was like, "The C word." He said the C word, and I was like, "It's too easy." Pick quiche yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Quiche. Like, every, it's too political to say that yeah. you, you hate it or whatever. And you know, I and this is coming from a guy who told you that uh, like ten years ago, it, it really deeply bothered yeah. me. So yeah. I understand that too. Uh, but f- at some point, it all. You know, actually, I, I don't think we say it that much. I'm getting off topic. What were we saying? We're, we're saying uh, offensive words for people. Yeah, like the bitch because bitch oh, is bitch. like female dog, and then saying that to a woman. That to me is like. I won't say that to a woman unless yeah. she really is. Being, oh, I've never. You know what I mean, like that—that's the word. That's the one where it's like, all right, that's like, if I don't, if I don't know someone and they like are, have they, if they never done anything evil to me, yeah, and they're a lady, I would. Yeah. I, like, bitch is just like, come on, it's like. No, I understand. That's like a little. That that one to me is that's the one that sh- people should be focusing on instead of uh, the c word when truly almost has no definition except right. for some people think it. Yeah. Connotates a vagina. See what it, I mean? Yeah, I, I think doesn't everybody think it connotates a vagina? That, that's who I'm worried that will offend here is is, is our feminist weirdos. No, no, no. That, hey, feminist weirdos, we're we're not we're, trying to we offend you. you. We, we love you. We just had a we real so moment. We're just like we love you so much. Wanna, In fact, yeah, we're going to our R B our R and B. Hey girl, hey girl. I just want to take you out and split the check. And we ain't never gonna say the c word in your presence. Never again. Mm-mm. Wouldn't it have been cool if Hillary won? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! And for your jo- and join us right now, Lisa Lowe. Oh, here's Lisa. Why don't you pick me and Lisa up at eight? You drive. <laughs> <laughs> Equal opportunity. <laughs> you know, to mix it up, I'll wear a dress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I, which you know, is very comfortable if you've ever actually done. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Halloween, buddy. That's that's Halloween is just the green light. That that's that's a nice. Okay, see. Okay, that kind of goes back to what we were saying about the basement. Uh, the basement gets some lights turned on. Orange and black lights turned on at Halloween. That's when people are like, so many girls dresses as uh, kind of sluttier, sluttier creatures. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's that. We've always had this. The fucking maypole and solstice and all these things where people are just like fucking in fields. Mm -hmm. Now all we have is your hometown and Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Can I actually make it? This is a very traditional make it weird. I don't really uh, like New Orleans. It makes me uncomfortable. The city? Yeah. Have you ever been? Yeah. Remember you sent me there. Oh, that was a bad. That was a bad. Oh, we didn't bad. talk about the first set. That I'm gonna write first set. All right, Let's talk about this first, though. All right. I was there with Neil. You're there with Neil. That was an awful situation. That was a a woman I didn't truly trust. I shouldn't have. Uh, who owns a venue? Who's now kind of out of the game, thankfully. But I, I shouldn't have sent. I shouldn't have reckoned. I shouldn't have done that. No, I, I don't. No, I, I don't look at that as that. Well, what, but what makes you uncomfortable about New Orleans? I'll tell you. Go. And this is this is the true nature. Go, of the show. go, go, go. Is that uh, I have a puritanical uh, aversion to it. Mm -hmm. So the drinking in the streets and stuff. I don't like groups of drunk uh, white people. (laughs) <laughs> it makes me no uncomfortable. One should. No They're one, no one should. Dangerous. They're the dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's just like one of those things where I'm like, you read a headline or something, and you don't. But in my brain, there's this fake headline, and it's like, fucking drunk psychic frat boy falls in New Orleans and kills himself on sidewalk, mm-hmm. and you're just like, 
Yeah, that's about right. That's what's happening that's there. What's happening that's there. what's going to be happening. Uh, everybody's real liquored up on like sugary rum hurricane fucking bullshit. Uh, sad uh, strippers. Isn't it a lot of? Is there prostitution? Yeah. I'm sure every city has prostitution. But every there's city has there's a lot of like take out your tits and all that sort of stuff. I've never listen carefully. I've never been man enough to admit. That there's a part of me that wants to be drunk in the streets with a group right. that wants girls to show me their tits, all that sort of stuff. It makes me uncomfortable. I actually think it might be a flaw in my being interesting. Uh, bec- that I can't enjoy something like New Orleans. Well, you know, or maybe what? it's just not for me. No, what's interesting is everything you just described about New Orleans is specifically Bourbon Street. I know, I know, and, I know. And, you know, I know. And, and like that's fine because I, I tell people whenever they go to New Orleans for the first time, go to Bourbon Street, see it. Yeah. It lives up to its reputation. Yeah, but there's a lot. Now, I will say this. The, the, the alcohol laws in New Orleans are very lax. Hmm. You can drink in the street. Right. It is legal to walk from one bar to another, and the bar is not going to tell you not to bring that drink in. Yeah. They're like, yeah, come on in. You'll finish that one, and you'll get one here. You know what I mean? Really? Um, See, they, that sounds kind of cool, man. They don't close. Yeah. Um, they, it never closes. Bars, yeah. bar, they close at the bartender's discretion. Uh-huh. So, or at the own. But, but the thing is, it's the thing about New Orleans is it, it's a very – I don't know how to. I don't, it's 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 a city where you go to just be a person, huh? And like, I think <laughs> getting liquored up and eating shitty food brings out. And by shitty, I mean delicious and shitty in right, nutritional right, right. sense. Right. That sort of stuff brings out the person <laughs> in, deep inside you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the person you really are on the inside. All Ooh. that booze and all that yeah. deep fried crawdads. Here, let me throw this at yeah. you. And it's going to be a brief. I don't want to take the focus oh, yeah. here. I honestly just think you'd be the perfect person to talk yeah. to this about. I brought it up with uh, Noah, and it didn't really resonate with him. And this is something that I thought. Noah who? Noah Garfinkel. Oh, Garfinkel. I like Noah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but. I think you might understand that. I was talking to my therapist, and he was like, and one of the things we talk about is drinking alone. Like, I love drinking alone. Oh, you and I have talked about this, too. But have keep we? going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this to you, and then we'll just talk about drinking alone. All right. I love drinking alone. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid I'll always love drinking alone. I'm, I'm like, worried that I will <laughs> never. you should be afraid. <laughs> That's a thing to be afraid of. Yeah, I know. But uh, it, it feels good to just let that out there. Uh, this is one, another one of the things on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There's one of my demons. There it is. There it is. He's yeah. not that scary. Yeah, He's yeah. just liggered up watching the town. Give him a break. Uh, okay, but You're I, short of breath a lot. Drunk that, demon. Does that, oh. Continue. <laughs> no, no, I love that. I just wanted he gets short of breath because he's drunk, because he's wasted and ah, uh, yeah, just out of shape. And he's a fu- fucking fat, yeah, liquored yeah. up demon. Yeah, I call him Baloo. Baloo. He hasn't worked since the Jungle Book, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I took him. I took him. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't worked since the Jungle Book, and now he's one of my psychological demons. <laughs> and he fucking. loves Zambuca. Yeah, <laughs> Zambuca. The Baloo account. does. The yeah, he was like, demon. I'll do it, but I don't really drink. <laughs> Have you tried Zambuca? Okay. Oh, <laughs> the bare necessity. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here, my therapist and I just had a nice breakthrough, and I share my breakthroughs on the show. Please. Free breakthroughs uh, is that uh, is that um, one of the, re- the reason I think I drink alone is because I'm not comfortable with who I am when I'm drunk. Have you ever oh, seen me drunk? Oh God, we've been yes. drunk. We've been drunk together, but like that's very rare that I'll be at a bar and get all my inhibitions away because I'm afraid of when I'm drunk showing every emotion, not just the pleasant ones. You're what I think like the Great Gatsby was like when he got <laughs> wasted. <laughs> And I'll go ahead and admit it right up front. I, I skipped over reading that book. Yeah. But you drunk, it's like it seems almost like you as soon as you be, as soon as that last sip hits your body yeah. that makes you drunk, 
like a one of those like smoking jackets just like materializes <laughs> and like a cigarette in one of those long what are those filters. Yeah, yeah, plastic that, filter. like, Welcome to my home, even though we're not in your home. Right above, like, Welcome to my cottage. You know, like. like Wait, wait, what would you call it? Because it wouldn't be your home, but it would be your second home. Uh, my it. summer home. Welcome to my summer home. <laughs> the martinis in the martini room. You, just, you, just, you become this like you. Be, you're a very good drunk, though. Uh, you're a very like friendly, loud, fun drunk. I believe, Until you're I believe al- that. But then when you're alone, are you different? Because there's no one around. Well, you know this. This is personal, but I like it. Um, I just said this is personal. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking stupid. When I'm, uh, that's the only part you should edit out of this episode. Is you going? This is personal. Not all the c words. <laughs> yeah. Not the fifty c words. Um, Maybe that's it. That's very rare. If if I'm out and drunk at a bar with you or, or with you know friends and stuff, it's probably like post show. Pete post show. Pete doesn't mind getting drunk in public. It's right. fine. He's he's had his needs met, so he's kind of feeling at his best. Sure. And then I'm ready to get drunk. And, but like if and I haven't done this in a while I just like to go on the record but if I am getting liquored up alone at home it's probably because my subconscious is like we gotta think about some stuff that you don't like thinking about would you please drink this bottle of scotch damn yeah damn I know and and that's not me functioning at my highest level that's just that's just a fucking cheap way to get where you need to go the better way would to be like hey how about be a three dimensional person all the time but instead, yeah. my brain, my brain is like, no, we'll just, we'll just. When you want to be angry or sad or whatever, and I don't even think it's sad. It, it's just like uh, melancholy. I don't know what it this is. This is this is why I like you because you're willing to ha. admit that you're fucked up. Sure, but then again, what does fucked up mean? Well, that's what you're that's what I loved about your sex thing. People. It's like we're all fucked up. Yeah, we're, we're well. That's the thing. Nick Kroll was like, you look kind of like a CBS sitcom guy, and like I feel like I have my shit together. And you're t- calling me the Great Gatsby and all that sort of stuff. But I'm also <laughs> like dealing with the. We're all dealing with the same shit. Yeah, they're yeah. just some people put more lacquers of paint on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's still in there. If you're a fucking youth pastor in in Provo. You you still want to watch like Japanese girls scrub each other's vaginas? Oh my god! You want to watch it so bad? Yeah. And you, fucking God bless you. Yeah. Watch it. God bless you. <laughs> Do it with the door open. Watch it. And you know what? Start a god. Start your own podcast. Yeah. Where you talk about Japanese girls scrubbing yeah, each other videos. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Because there are a lot. There, there are, are a lot. lot. But I mean, that's 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 that's. Going back to New Tell Orleans. Tell me everything you're thinking about because I, I just talked a lot. Tell no, it's me everything. Going back to New Orleans. Yeah. That's, maybe that's why you're uncomfortable with the city because that's the kind of city where you can just let that kind of shit hang out. Yeah. You can really just like be a fucking and, – and I don't even – I don't, I don't like using the word freak or you know bizarre even. I mean the word bizarre is bizarre. But you know like I, you see these people in New Orleans. Like, that's why I'm so glad I grew up in a city like New Orleans because I was subjected to homosexuality. Mm. Early because I used to fuck dudes. No, because because New Orleans. I used was, to see them all the time, right. congregating by my dick. How you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Drunk psychic frat boy, stand up. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were having like a meltdown. I just <laughs> did a little oh, bit. God. But like, like I grew up. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs of New Orleans. Mm. But from a young age, going to New Orleans, going to Mardi Gras as a kid, mm-hmm. you were just around. There's homosexuality. Guys, you know, and there's all types of sexuality. Right, right, all types of sexuality. But specifically, like, oh, that's, oh, that's a gay person. Mm. And so you're early on. You're just like, oh yeah, there's not. That's you don't. I wasn't raised with like like you meet people who are still at my age, Mm -hmm. like still like uncomfortable with it. I'm like, what's what are you uncomfortable with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't you understand seriously? Right, right now. 
everything that you've heard that was wrong with gays is it it's wrong. It doesn't exist. Right. Like it's not a contagious disease. And if it were, wouldn't what would be the problem? You'd be gay. You wouldn't be like, this sucks. I hate it. You'd be like, I love it. <laughs> Dicks are awesome. I'm now gay. It wouldn't be anything. I caught gay. Right. There's another thing I enjoy. <laughs> I know. I'm happy with this. It's like catching. I love chocolate cake now. It's like that thing where when, you know, because I you, like when you're a, a kid and you're, you're, you're like 11 and your friend's like, would you get take a million dollars right now, but you have to be gay? And everyone's yeah. like, no. Yeah. And like, no, yeah, I'd, I'd do that. I have a Because I'd be that. a millionaire. And I, <laughs> I want you to know i have a bit of oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i love that that's how your brain works too yeah. that I, I find the the price game and the island game to be the funniest thing i just said it last night on stage people were like what's the youngest you'd have sex with and i was like i don't know 27 and then somebody was like bullshit you'd fuck a 24 year old the like, youngest okay, you'd, maybe, have, you'd have sex with yeah it's 27 that's what i said on stage okay, i yeah. didn't really think <laughs> i didn't really think about it i mean I don't. I don't know. Now I'm uncomfortable for a second time. But then I was yes. like, "But what's the scenario? Are we on a like a fucking plane crash? And it's just me and this one other person? Because if so, I'm waiting two months, and then I'm fucking that 16 year old. <laughs> and then I said, "Boy or girl, that thing's getting fucked." <laughs> love is love is love. Yeah. Man. There's I, there's there's no gay on this island. <laughs> I'm just Dude. eating a coconut. That's well. That's. I mean, like, right? I have my young. I have two younger sisters, right, who I love very much, uh, and 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 uh, know this w- weirdos. I like mm. doing. That. I like addressing your audience. Yeah, like please. This. Um, if you're a younger sister, know that your older brother is tortured. Why? Because you're his whole until you're married. It's hard, man. Having younger sisters. Oh you're yeah. You're just so protective of them, but you can't be openly protective of them. Why? Because then you're the authority figure that they rebel against. Oh, so you got to play so, it cool. So, so you got to be like, you're I behind Emily, Emily lines. But I have a younger brother who's younger than both of them, and he was just. Oh, it was fine for him to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. The whole hated their boyfriends, talk shit to him. Really? But he could because he's the younger brother. And yeah. he's, he did it, they looked down to him as like, oh, he's my younger brother. Yeah. Me, I had to be like, oh, what? Your boyfriend's, oh, oh, that guy who I know who's my age. Even yeah. though, oh, well, that's cool. You mean scummy Joe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you just had to kind of, you couldn't be too, but. Uh, but you're a big heart romantic guy. I am. But you're, like, you're like a sweetheart. Yeah, it's hard, but it's hard having younger. Like my youngest sister right now is 24. I'm and, so sorry. And exactly, <laughs> no, she's in that. Like, I, well, we were just like, well, I don't know, uh, 24. Picture no, no. me fucking your dude, sister. Dude, the, like the girl, the, the last, like the last girl I dated was 22. Yeah, younger than my. I mean, That's younger crazy. than my sister. It's it was re- like younger than my younger sister. Yeah, it's like fuck. Those guys w- that grew up with girls always yeah. have like a different understanding oh, of them. I grew up. My mother wore the pants in our house. My dad's great, but my you mom can wear the pants, baby. Yeah, my, you can do that, baby. Wear those pants. Wear as many belts as you want. You wear two. You want to wear boots? <laughs> wear boots with them pants. I'm comfortable with your boots. <laughs> yeah. So your mom's wearing the my pants. mom. My mom was the one we Does feared. Does she make more money? I think that's cool if you do. I baby. don't know actually. I think I think her and my dad are equal. Okay, car. I'm wondering um, just where the dynamic came from. How I, do you know? So oh, oh, was your dad kind of because my dad passive? has the passive chill personality. And my mm. mom has the explosive, explosive Cajun, like beat the shit out of you verbally, never mm. physically, mm-hmm. verbally. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, and and she was the one we feared. But like, wait, she, so she'd lash out at you and stuff. <sighs> Ooh, I mean, I do a bit about it, uh, sort of. But like, my mother once in like a, a fit of rage. Mm. Like, just was like, you motherfucking cocksucker. Like, said that to me. Oh, I've seen you do and that. It, and I yeah. can't, like, 
I can't thank her enough for that moment because that that like turned my little eleven year old. You were 11? eleven, like that little pudgy, fleshy eleven year old skin in armor. You know what I mean? Like after your mom says that to you, and she of yeah. course an hour later was crying and apologizing. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it did something to me, right? And I thank her for it. It was right. like it made me like, oh, okay, words will never hurt me from this point on. Wow. Because my mom said that. My mother. My, called me a motherfucking cocksucker. Yeah. That changes the way, like, from then on, going to school, and I was just like any comedian, a fat fucking dweeb. Sure. But it, them being like, hey, fucking Pat, you fucking fatty, and I'm like, hey, fatty, that's all you got? Yeah. My called me a motherfucking cocksucker yesterday. Yeah, yeah, my mother. My mother. The vagina I came from. The one, yes, the she, vagina I came from. She fed me with her body. <laughs> with her body. And then 11 years later said, you're a fucking I, motherfucking yeah, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got nothing. Oh There's nothing God. you can say to me, anyone, to hurt me. But mm-hmm. that being said, what was I talking about? This is the theme of this what, podcast. What was it's I talking really about? getting off on some shit and then well, forgetting that's, that's the That's a impetus. good one for me. And then it comes yeah. back. You'll find that it comes back. What, um, it's moments like these. That, well, I do have a question. Yeah. I feel like that's an extension. The mom who like swears and yells and stuff, mm-hmm. this is just like the topic of what I'm talking about with you. I know that's weird to declare. But what? we're talking about the sex basement. Yeah, yeah. We're talking sex about basement. Mardi Gras. We are. We're talking about overt humanity, mm-hmm. which makes me very uncomfortable. Mothers who ah. swear, here, here's the, what I'm not supposed to say. That sounds trashy to me. Oh, yeah. Like, I hear you. But, but I know, you, I know, you know, I know I'm you, saying I know, that in a judgment-free yeah. zone. I know. There's no part of me that's like, yeah. oh, Sean grew up trashy. But, oh. but there's a snob in me. There's like a, there's like a New England-y sort of uh, piousness that I'm like, uh, my mo- I've heard my mom swear maybe five times, and it was because like Jeopardy was pushed back from for a ball game. And was it like <laughs> was it like A list swear words or was it like C listers like dang I or shit? She'll say she'll say shit every once in a while. It's but oh, did she okay? Let me ask mm. you though. Did she ever once say motherfucking cocksucker? Yeah. <laughs> If my mother called me a motherfucking <laughs> cocksucker, I would just be. I, at this point, I'd like to think I'd be like, "What? Like you, you'd got, actually become one?" No, I. <laughs> you mean I'd fuck her? You'd just be like, <laughs> and suck cock while I'm doing it. Good God! I if my mom said that, I would I would drive her to the hospital because it would be such really? a such a turn. I was like, something has gone wrong in her brain. But like, here's the truth, though, and yeah. this is my question: is like, which is better? Someone like uh, let's use me as the example. I don't want. I'm uncomfortable using my mom here. But growing up, especially when I was religious, yeah. I would think, "Fuck you, Sean." And what I would say is, you know, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> 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 so which is worse? Your mom has the windows open in her rage basement. Oh yeah, wide open, and you you know no locks. You know what she, <laughs> you know what she's really thinking. Huh? It's gross stuff. It's it's uh, hard stuff. It's it's a. Uh, but this is the same. Pete that wants Mardi Gras people to show tits. A little more. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? I've always kind of envied. Do you see the comparison? I've envied those people that go to Mardi Gras and take, like, unabashed. I'm taking video of your your tits so I can watch it later and masturbate. Like some guy on the street. (laughs) I'm just like, this guy, I fucking am so repelled by him and want him locked away. And also there's a part of me that's like, look at at my hero. Like you're – like you – Oh, so when your mom says what she's actually thinking, yeah. part of me is like, how trashy. And then another part of me is like, how, oh, how bold, how bold, how honest. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. My mother, she's a registered nurse. That's what she does. RN. She's an RN. Um, she's very, she's a very fucking, she's like the, 
the, what's we the, can what, do it, Rosie what, the Riveter. Yeah, she's she's very uh, so I kind of I can see that Sean was making a, a, the, muscle. I was making a muscle. I didn't just but, read yeah. his mind. Just my mom, my mom, she she would never if I and she, she ever heard me say this, which I should say it to her more because I love her very much. That she instilled in me a very like equality, a sense of equality. Like like I grew up raised by a very powerful woman. Yeah. So like I've always had that very like right. respect towards women. Put and it on your platinum. Put it on. You know baby. what I mean? But she also uh, is a fucking. She has a mouth like a goddamn drunken like teretic sailor. Uh, you know what I mean? All like, the time, not just in rage. Uh. Not not just in rage, but not all the time either. Right, right, like right. around, like in civil sober situations. Right. And she's not a drunk or anything, but like watching Saints games. Yep. She's a big old New Orleans Saints fan. Uh-huh. Moments of rage. Yep. And when uh, gets pushed back. And if she does have a couple of glasses of wine, sure, she will. That's it, that potty mouth will come out. But so she using. But it's because I can see in your face. You're just it's that what you were just saying. You what? were like, God, that is so trashy. Yet. I really wish I, I well that goes back to know? sex too is like uh wanting uh like fucking uh trashy girls you know there are times when you're like look at that trashy girl and then you're also like I want to be with that trashy girl yeah. is this weird yeah. uh both things happening at so once So is it so is it a thing that are you is it you're not mad at it necessarily or you don't necessarily hate it you're jealous that it wasn't part of your life or isn't currently part of your life I'm also like Better or worse, one of the things... I don't know if I've given up on this thing. I'm like, oh, I think I just have some snobbiness. I think I, I just have a little bit of that. So then, But then by that rationale, do you think that all, all snobbiness yeah. is based in some sort of rooted jealousy sort of... Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the guys that are... Re- the pastors that are reeling against homosexuality are the guys getting exactly, their, their exactly. dick sucked. And it's guys like me that are like, how could you walk around a boardwalk with no shirt eating a roast beef and sandwich just- <laughs> with your hand down your girlfriend's bikini bottoms with a rock hard dick guiding you to the fucking cheese fry stand? I look at that guy and I'm like with his sunburn and his fucking high and tight fade frosted tips. I'm like, look at that fucking trash. And I'm like, I bet he sleeps great at night. <laughs> like, that that's my spirit animal. <laughs> and make no mistake, that man is an animal. <laughs> my spirit animal. My spirit animal wears wraparound Oakley. <laughs> uh, and, and cut off uh, camo shorts that he bought from the Gap. Already cut off. <laughs> On a Gap prepaid Gap credit card. <laughs> that he got for his 18th birthday. Because it's interesting because you come from... New England, yeah, and I come from the South, yep. Uh, two places that have an equal amount of filthy white trash, yeah. Yet the South really is way more popular for it. Sure, not popular, but way more known for it. It's because your voice is so easy to do. Well, how you doing? <laughs> People well, that's love the, that. That's the thing. Like you get the, that's a Southern, except for Louisiana, is more like the Cajun, right? The Coonass, the Coonass. And when I say that. Don't get offended. Before, before you get offended, I just say Kunas. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Uh-huh. The, de- the definition will be a person born and raised in southeastern Louisiana. Okay. That's what it is. Thank it you, is Urban not Dick. a racial stir. It is something directly uh, aimed at uh, people born and raised in Louisiana. So you're a, you're a coon butt. Coon butt. That's, that's, that what that's the is? word. That, <laughs> that's the part of that that you wanted to change. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, what? It's coon ass? Yeah, but you were like, so coon, coon butt? butt. <laughs> I'm fine with coon. <laughs> yeah. I didn't but, know. I didn't know Coon was a. Oh, that, but that's one of those that slur for the, a very the long hyper time. the people 
who actually perpetuate racism because they need something to get pissed at, which we all know those people mm. who find racism. Mark Normand. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean the people who, like, get offended. <laughs> so weird to out. We just true. gave him 20 more Twitter followers. Ah. No, love Norman. But, you know, the people who, like, seek out racism and sometimes, like, yeah, you're right, that is racism. Then sometimes it's like, oh, you're just creating it so you can get mad at it. Yeah. Because that's what you are. You're a crusader and you're creating the crusade. It's funny. I think racism and some maybe the plight uh, or the f- overfighting against it probably do the same thing. It minimizes your own anxiety. Uh, It was funny Somebody said that to me recently Uh, We were talking about racism And and he made a joke He was like I like uh, painting with broad brushes Because it makes me think of Whole people as one thing And then uh, life is less complicated And that makes me relax And I was like Oh my god People don't like being racist, probably. They yeah. like minimizing a very complicated world. I'm not defending racism. No, I know that. But yeah. we do that with everything. You know what I mean? We do yeah. that. I was just thinking about it. It was on Step to Blow Your Mind. The word genocide, the, the, why we have that word mm. is to just have the word genocide so you don't have to think of everything that a genocide is yeah. every time so it comes up. you don't have to say up. mass murder. And mass murder, yeah, and you yeah. don't have to picture it. You can just yeah. go, it's a genocide. All What's right. happening there? A genocide's happening, and that helps us minimize like, even yeah. the language. And that's the same thing with like that's a insert racial ra- racial thing yeah, here. Totally, probably makes you be like, oh, of course, of course, he was a burglar. He was this race or right, whatever. Right, makes you feel like therefore you're not a burglar. Like life is less complicated, even though whatever. Yeah, or, man. I mean, it's it's also like uh, especially with racism. It's like uh, you, I'm not. You're not. Yeah. No one like you. 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 You could tell when people aren't racist, right? And it's the people, but who are overtly sensitive to it. Yeah. Who it's like you're. You're trying to convince well, yourself otherwise, thing. buddy. That's the gay pastor analogy again. Yeah. Or the 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 the, the music critic who shits on Blink One Eighty Two. He's like, God, I really just want to be up there jamming out in front oh of sixteen year old girls. The, the resent race also yeah, yeah. kind of the Dane Cook thing is like, yeah. fuck that guy. You don't want to sell out Madison Square Garden in <laughs> yeah, exactly. two minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I saw, I saw Dane Cook a couple of months back. He did, it was the classic L.A. comic situation. I'm, at it, I'm doing a set at the Laugh Factory. Dane Cook drops in. Yeah. And they're like, Dane's going up before you. But you know what? He did 20 minutes. He was very respectful. He had a good set, and he got off stage. Nobody's talking about that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, whatever. He's done his things. But yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's the... It's the Speaking of, wait, speaking of comedy sets, let's go back to this because this is something one? you brought up. So I would like to say, and you know this, but I haven't said it. I, I haven't said it to you in a while because mm. it's something you just don't say to your friend every time you talk. Right. The first time I ever saw you on stage was at a show at Pianos. I remember this. In 2007. New York City. New York City. And I remember watching you on stage and being like, this hokey fucking pokey motherfucker. I know you made fun Because you were just crowd riffing it, but killing it. Yeah. But I was like, who is this cheese dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went up after you. Well, here's what you didn't know. Can what? I? Well, I'm going to interject. Yeah, please. DVD commentary. That was a room that I did a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you, they knew me. Oh, also, here's what also I didn't know. By that time in 2007, you had already kind of established yourself in New York. That's what you didn't That's know. That's why I had no clue. That's what you didn't know. And no you clue. had just gotten there. And I had just gotten there. And I went up and really listen to what I was about to say. <laughs> I won't. Had a special set. I remember that set. It was like fun. Oh, yeah. Didn't really do any material. I don't do think you material. did any material. Yeah. No material, but it was laughs the whole time, which is, you know, I've been the guy in the back going like, look at this fucking fraud. Do mm. a joke, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're up there, it just feels so great, and then you get out. And then you're the poor guy that goes on next, not because you're not funny, but because people are going to want you to pay that level of attention oh, to them. Yeah. And then you're going up and you're like, so I'm from New Orleans. And they're like, talk about my shirt again. Well, no, but also my mistake was going up there and being, Pete Holmes, riffing it up in a very condescending way. That's I, not I, all you said. What else did I say? 
You said... Because I probably said some shitty shit. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh. Eight, well, this is great. Yeah. Again, this is what a good episode of the show yeah, yeah, is. Do it. Because the first time... That was the first time I met you. And yeah. then I was just like... I remember saying to Kumail and Emily that I was like not on board with oh, you. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't because, have <laughs> Because of this moment. You got on stage and uh, you said something. This is, this is very... As close as I can remember to what you said. You said uh, something, something, something. At least Pete Holmes isn't still up here loving himself. That's what you said. And, like, it didn't... First of all... That's pretty cold-blooded, man. And I was in the room. Yeah, yeah, I was like, who is this guy? You were... Not not only were you in the room, you were sitting, like, third row, watching. I was not. Yes, you were. I remember myself standing in the back. No, no, you were respectful enough to sit back down and watch and not join the... Or weird enough. That's a weird move. No, no, that was was a nice move. Probably a small house. It was a small... No, it was was a packed house. I just remember you were... Yeah, I remember you sitting there, and I could see your face. And I didn't mean to say it. I didn't see your face after I said. Yeah, I remember just being like, ooh, and then I bombed. I well, that yeah. that was yeah. uh, probably the obnoxious thing I said to Camille and Emily was like, "You can't. This guy has no idea who I am." No, sort I didn't. of thing. Which is, I, I'm I'm here saying that and knowing that that's a pretentious thing to say. Not a pretentious. But in thing. a room that yeah. I had just owned and like owned. won over yeah. and made yeah. them not just like my material, but they were like, "That's our friend Pete." Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We and still then you like were, him. And then you Has shit on me for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you shit on me in a way that was like mean. It's not so much. It's kind of an inside way of hate. Like a comedian yeah. would hate another comedian for loving himself. I know exactly what you're talking but about. But you want to know something? Please. You want me to tell you why? You d- you want me to tell you the deep rooted thing? Mm. The reason I said those things? Because mm. I was fucking jealous at how hard you were truthfully crowd riffing, killing it. See? <laughs> Back to the theme you were just discussing. Look at these basement lights coming on. I know. I was like, I, I, can, I remember being like, this cheese dick motherfucker. <laughs> but in reality, being like, God damn, I wish I was just bold enough to just talk and. Isn't that like that? And exactly. I've, I've been exactly where you were, and yeah. I know now you've been exactly where yeah. I was. Yeah. We've both been that guy, and you resent it, and you hate it, and you love it. Yeah. Isn't that what we're talking That's about? That's what we're talking this about. This whole podcast. This whole podcast is about. I, the drunken spirit animal, the, yeah. mo- the swearing mom. Yeah. Fucking, what's something weird sexually you like? I feel like I shared. <laughs> you know, no, you know what, dude? I'll, I'll throw it out there. I'm a, I, and this, this weirds more people out than it does. I entice I'm a I'm in, like entice or, or, oh, or I turn them on I'm, I a, I'm like a, I'm a straight up like passionate Don Juan DeMarco eye contact motherfucker oh yeah sure that's that yeah but that not, I understand oh, more more I... people than you think do, are just not not into that yeah like I've dated women for months who hate that well we who, who I had to just kind of like alright I get it you don't like eye contact and like I'm into that I'm into like hardcore romance oh my god and people are like oh yeah but that's different than like it's like no, no, no. People, some some women are not at all into that shit, man. And I get oh, it. Yes, and of I, course. But I'm into it. But that's the Emily Gordon thing that comes up a lot, which is the the concept of earning it. So you're not in a relationship now. No, not. So you might uh, meet a girl at a bar, let's yeah. say, and then you go home and you're gonna you're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna say ridiculous. <laughs> like the things I've said during. Oh, no, oh, really, buddy. See, this I is... sound like a fucking like you. You think I was either kidding? Why did I just sniff right I into the microphone? <laughs> No, dude, I've said some straight up like it's just because it's just like I'm seized by the moment, and right? I, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to make an excuse, but I have said, so, and I feel fucking really awkward now. You're Katie, you're wonderful female tech over yeah. there, it's like lady I'm, tech, but um, lady tech, lady tech. <laughs> I, I have said some goddamn just. Ridiculous. Please tell me you got to tell me because we're brothers in this way that I have a hard time 
But this is something that I'd really like to talk about. I, I've yeah. talked about it a lot, which is you need to earn that stuff. That's yeah, you, point. Do. you do. I'm a big. Uh, I like cuddling, and I, I'm, I'm scrapping my whole sexual approach. It's scrapped. I'm not going to do that shit anymore until it's actually a representation of how I feel about them emotionally. The all the. I don't know if that's true. As I say that, I'm like, I don't think that's true. But like, there's a certain uh, wrongness. Let's discuss. Yeah. To direct eye contact and saying sweet, yeah, loving right. things. Uh, it's uh, to some people that's on the level with like choking and ass slapping and like. Right. Well, it's know? like a prostitute yeah. won't let you kiss her, and you're yeah. doing it missionary style, holding their head and caressing them and being like, "What? Oh God." <laughs> Damn it, you might have found the one you might have found my thing. The one thing you don't want to talk about? I mean, no, no, no. I'd love to talk about it, I but, know. I, but I've been But I, you're in a safe place. I'm not here to embarrass you. No, I mean I've I, okay, I'll I'll be I'll be mild with it. But I've but I've mild. But I've said I've said shit like, I don't want to come yet. This feels too good. That's you know? not that bad. <laughs> Is that bad? Shit, dude. If that's bad, then I'm fucking I mean, really? I don't know. I, I feel like that is on my offensive meter, or even like deep sweet meter, yeah. I'm, I'm putting that on a, a on scale like a, of one to a hundred. That's a three. That's a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought we were gonna say a two. Because uh, okay, that was just a tester. I, that's a good one. I, this feels so good. I don't want to come yet. You want to make it last. That's something someone would say in a porno. Yeah, but you say it like I do. Uh, you say it dark, swirly, Cajun man. Like, you're not uh, saying I love you. Uh, yeah. I've actually, I've, I've only said, I've only said, I've actually only said that to one girl, and I meant it. You are a romantic, but she's she's completely like out of my life, and that fucked. It's it's like really like uh, she's. I know she's doing well, and like I know what, what where she's in Louisiana. She's uh, hometown hero. Home, well, no, because it it the the relationship happened here. Really? In L.A. It started here, and it continued into New- Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And then it, 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 it's, it's... You were dating this person. That's Ooh. the trick. You, oh, fuck it. I'll get it out. Like, basically, it, she, when I met her, she was married. Okay. And I f- fell completely in love with her while she was married. Uh-huh. Um, she never... Unhappily married? Yes. Can I just say to. that is like, as a guy who's been cheated on, that's how my marriage ended. Yeah. I still can see that there's something pretty romantic about like the the classic tale, miserably married woman that yeah. needs saving, especially for a, ro- a romantic like but you. But that's the thing. We never, our time together, it was about a year, was never, it was friendship. We were just friends. Like we got yeah. real, like she became like. I became the person she needed in her life as a friend. Yes. Because their relationship, their marriage was awful. And nothing ever happened. She never cheated on him with me. Like, it, it, uh, maybe in the emotional sense. Sure. But never in the physical sense. And, right, right, right. and it never, I can't even really confirm in the emotional sense. Because, like, I think at the time, it was just friends. They got divorced, and she, they, she moved back home. How quickly after the divorce? Wait, check this out. Yeah, she please. busted him on uh, AshleyMadison.com. You know what that is? That, that, the site for cheaters. Yeah, he left his fucking page up. And she got on his computer and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, yeah. that feels like that should be a built-in feature of AshleyMadison.com is that it closes the window. Or it just goes like immediately, ESPN.com, yeah, yeah, if yeah, open yeah, for yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Work on that, HTML. There Jesus you go. Christ. But like, and then she moved home, and then she started coming to New York a, a few times just to hang out, and those hangouts turned romantic. Mm-hmm. How quickly? I, that's a weird question. What I'm wondering is, yeah. she's on the outs. But she's also probably emotionally traumatized from the divorce. Yeah. So you, being a sweetheart, are like, oh, where's this going to go? I mean, I, she, she led that parade. You know what I'm saying? Like, or did she want to get it out of her system and get well, on some path? At first, I thought that. At first, I was like, this is just... 
I need to not be so attached to this. This was just that. But yeah. then, then it was like, no, sh- this is for real. And then we we both dropped. We both said, like, I love you. We both said it. Oh, wow. And it got really fucking. And then like, you know, uh, emails in the form of poems. No. And things like you know love letters. And then she came back and visited. Love and it letters. like happened again. Oh yeah, dude, I got like yeah. the fucking inner the inner romantic in me. My spirit animal is apparently like Pepe Le Pew's brother, who's not a crazy weird Roger Le Pew. Yeah, who's just more like a shut in who just writes his brother's lines and then uh, <laughs> like a like, Roxanne sort of yeah, dynamic. He does exactly. Here, he use this back. one. This one's good. And Roger Le Pew. <laughs> 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 But he don't, he also he's just he's just gonky stinks. But uh, the um, so you're writing love letters. Yeah, it, just, it got really fucking intense, and then like, but give, she, give me a timeline. So you started two thousand late two thousand. It we started having sex two thousand eight ish. Did you go out or did you like fuck? Like you started hanging out like you always did, and then it just merged into it, yeah that the first time it you, seamlessly merged, and then it just kind of like and it was great. It was wonderful. It was like, ooh, because that could go either way. It was like, it was like, it was that sort of shit where, like, when I think about it in my memory, mm. it has electric, ele- like, lightning bolts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where it's like, <laughs> like shooting back and forth between one another. Like oh, it was, it was God. intense, man. Wow. It was like some intense, like, like I, I can recognize that, like, in my my memories of it are heightened because it was such a meaningful thing to me. Yeah, but like it was, it was something else, and oh, I, I, yeah, it was harsh. <laughs> But she's now like yeah. Then what happened? So you're boning and, and uh, you love met, each other. She went. I mean, she bottom met. line is we were just living in different cities, and she met someone, and I know the person. She's, oh, I know him. He's a great guy, and it's oh, nothing I could really. No. He he could give her everything that I can't and never will be able oh, to. God, you know what I mean? Are you wearing a sword on your belt right now? You're so <laughs> valiant and honorable. Uh, I mean, looking back, maybe, but like at the time, it was just. He can give you everything I can't. Yeah. If any movie has taught me anything, she's supposed to run from the plane and kiss you. Yeah, because. But, and bzz, 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 bzz. No, because I, I couldn't get to the airport on time. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm oversleeping. Oh, no. I mean, it's just. It's, You're sad sleeping, though. Yeah. I mean, it's. How did she tell you? Um, Very just. Look. This, you know, I mean, she was really honest. She never fucked with me about it. She never shot me wrong. Yeah, you know, like she was honest about it. But I mean, it like she is like she will be the she's that person for me. And I mean, that doesn't it definitely has destroyed for years any capability I would ever have. Anytime I got close to anyone, I was like, no dice because it wasn't because it wasn't her. Mm. But that I'm over that now. Yeah. You hear that, female weirdos? If you can get over me dropping the c word uh-huh. and uh, doing this, I'm available. But 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 no, I mean like uh, now I'm good with it. But she'll always be that person for me. I, I really... think we all have that person that it's like the first the person who like broke you. Like she didn't just break my heart. She broke my like spirit. She broke my oh, like. God. She broke me as a person. Like everything about me, my beliefs, everything was broken. But. I, I can't thank her enough for that. I mean, she didn't do it intentionally because in the process of putting myself back together, you're stronger. I think what I put back together is a better version of who I was before I was broken. That sounds a lot like your mother calling you a cocksucker. There you go. It really does. Yeah. Maybe like, that's the love you've learned is like, please hurt me. Please. That I might be stronger. Please destroy me for a second so that I may come back. That the scar tissue. So what was the, what was, so how long were you together? Um, I would say like we were in, we were integral parts of one another's lives for four years but you, mm. yeah from ah. like 2006 till roughly 2010 was when it was like all right we can't this can't because she was 
it's just, ah, just it's it's yeah because it, it, I mean like there were there were times where it was like I can't even like we would talk we couldn't even talk without it going immediately to like because I do think this to what I do think she does love me or did hmm. but I do think she also recognized like I she could never because of who I am because of what I want because of the way I'm going and like because of what I'm going I'm you know. Uh, she could never really get out of me what she would need. You mean because of comedy? Because of comedy. Because it's like believe and believe you me. Any comedian who's ever fallen in love with a woman, you have you've had that thought. You've had that like, all right, I could walk away from all this. I could go back to whatever small fucking shithole. Hmm. But in this case, it would be New Orleans. So no, that's my hometown. I love it. I could just I don't know. I could just find something there. I don't know. I could get a job on. Ra- Who knows? Mm-hmm. You have that thought. The ra- yeah, and radio. Then you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then and you're then, the guy interviewing the guy coming into town. Right. And then, but then you hate yourself for even letting yourself have that thought. Like, oh, I yep. can't. I can't have. I can't be that. I am. This is who I am. I need to chase this motherfucker down. Right. Dream it is. That's such a vulnerable thought. The thought of like, right. I would forfeit. Like you said, my values, my beliefs. That's why she broke all those things because mm-hmm. you were. I was ready to putting do, them up. Right, her. but that's the thing. I think she also realized that I was willing to do that, mm. and she also she she having been through a marriage already that just fell apart, being way better at relationships than I was ever going to be at that time. Because I hadn't really had a serious one at that point, uh, she knew she could never. That couldn't happen. She knew. I, she knew that even if I would give it all up mm-hmm. and move to New Orleans and try and have a life with her, that I would ultimately be miserable someday. Mm. And I didn't realize. I mean, I think she's a wonderful person, and I know she'll have a very happy life and be a wonderful, you know, whatever she is going to be. I, I, I keep away from her enough to where it's not constantly on my mind. Mm-hmm. But it definitely like. She, yeah, it. I was destroyed once, and I came back. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But but I'll never hold. Uh, but but that's the other thing. I feel like I know a lot of people who've been in the same position as me, and they they refuse to blame themselves in any way. Mm-hmm. They refuse to like take any of the blame, even if they were cheated on and wronged. Mm-hmm. They refuse to be. That's like, a big thing. It took, it took me about. Yeah, you you were you said you were cheated on. Yeah, it took me about four years before I was like, yeah, no, people that are getting what they need from a relationship aren't cheating. Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> I mean, so in some way, like I didn't. Unless I, they have something like sure, I don't know. I or unless that. like you found fa- you found out that your wife was like, you know what, we're gonna get to the Holmes, the Pete Holmes, the Holmes family riches. Yeah. Somehow, and, uh, ah, you fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there is like a Holmes family vault. Uh, we have a vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where that's where we keep our snobbery. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Do you? How do you feel now? You're such a romantic, and comedy got in the way a little bit. No, it's, I'd say comedy was there first. Yeah. Well, it was who I was first. It's a tricky. One. That's that's the that's what it came down to. It was like, no, nah, this is who I am. I mean. Uh, you know, like uh, you know how you know how people you always hear, or when you were when you were starting out, and you even hear today how it's like if you want to be any sort of success, the sacrifices you're gonna have to make, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, well, what does that mean? Because I think it's kind of vague at first. Now I get it. Like we all make the sacrifices. For example, in my situation that I've made to be to do this is that it's her, mm-hmm. and is like any like that was a big sacrifice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because, but. Like, but then I just said that ultimately maybe it wouldn't have worked. But well, like, it's the sad dad thing. This comes up on the show a lot. <laughs> is, is you don't want to be a sad dad. How I many sad dads do you know? A lot of sad. A lot dads. of sad dads. A lot, a lot of, of sad, sad dads. dads. <laughs> that's why it's called. That's why. Da- that's why father is shortened to dad because it rhymes with sad. 
I would believe that. <laughs> you know, sad father just doesn't sound right. Sad no. dad, just sad make up dad. a new word. Dad, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, men, hmm, I don't want to say women aren't this way, but men love conquering and moving forward and right. goals and achievements. And women love all that stuff too, I'm sure. But there's something sad about, at some point you have to realize that you can't, here's the thing. Right. Who was just saying about like, at a certain point, if we don't find people to love, right. you, I'm talking about you and I here today, right, right. now. And we, can, we can lump Katie in with this. Katie, if you don't find someone <laughs> to love. But I'm talking about uh, specifically comedians. Yeah. What happens is, and uh, you become a, a weirdo in the bad way. You be, mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I think I've said this on the show before, but Dana Gould was like, if you don't start putting your love outwards, because we love ourselves so much, we tend right. to ourselves so much, we think about ourselves, we write about ourselves, and we're always expressing our own feelings and all that sort of stuff. It's all out, out, it's, it's all in to you. Right. If you don't start loving a wife and kids sort of thing, you become the weird old guy at the party sort of thing. The comedy legend. Right. But like that fucking loon loon, yeah. The guy who has to the guy who has to pop like four to five Xanax a day to keep himself from anything sharp. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, well, and, and it's also like I feel like this is. A, I mean, and it's only because we're in a comic book shop right now that mm. this analogy comes to mind. But like comedians, in the sense, it's like we're it's like we're like the sad superheroes. Mm. Like, no, we're not out there fighting crime with our hands. And beating up bad guys, but we are exposing social injustices or mm-hmm. t- exposing our own personal flaws so that other people could be like, oh, you're fucked up. I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. And what does that even mean? Exactly. Like you said earlier. And, and it's like that. That's, you know, we're like defending the status quo, like the happiness. Yeah. It's like there are people there who are happy and they're just like their relationship and their job and they want to have kids. And it's like, I know I will never, ever, ever experience that. Mm-hmm. I am not, not ha- happiness for me is going to be different, but I'll never do the wife, kids, settle down thing. I just know. But you mean I, never, never? I don't know. I won't. I just know how I am. I know how I'm built. I'm just, I'm out here in the trenches, but I will stay in these trenches because that happiness, that home. I came from one of those, and I, I believe in it. Yeah. I believe in it. So I will gladly stay in the trenches. To defend it? To defending it. To speak about it? Yeah, yeah. And to make, give them a good night out? Yeah. It's kind yeah. of noble. I wonder, though, if, if it's possible for you to do both. I wonder. I honestly... It is. Yeah. But I'm just not built in the way that... Or maybe can. you don't love yourself enough, you motherfucking cocksucker. Maybe I... Maybe I... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What's well, a difficult thing. Yeah. What do you think you deserve? You know what I mean? Because right, what I'm hearing is a little bit of a – there's a romance to your approach to comedy. Nah. And there's a romance – like in your relationships, you want to suffer for them and you want to – I'd give it up for them. Nah. And, and right now you're fucking comedy and you're fucking it beautifully. Like. God, it comes so hard. And it likes it when I stare in the eyes. Yeah, oh, comedy it likes it. when I whisper those things in Yeah, it yeah. It calls yeah. that crowd work. It oh, loves it. Love work, it. work the crowd, baby. <laughs> yeah. But like – and then you're like, it's not love if I'm not uh, suffering somehow. I'm coming myself. <laughs> I never said. Ah, piece um, of me came out with that. Uh, but I'm the, not coming. We've just always been connected. Oh my god, we're connected. That's a good one. Yeah. Now we're, we're the, now we're, we're the, the seventeen. Oh, okay, <laughs> we are one. That's <laughs> we just become one. Oh my god. Become. A, f- a friend of mine was talking about accidentally coming at the same time with a girl that he's not serious about. 
and it was a complete accident. And it was like, have you ever withheld an orgasm to not come at the same time because you don't want to have that beautiful union? You're like that. That's my problem. Is that I would be the guy who's like, ah, fuck it, let's just have this moment together. And yeah. Then you're like, oh shit, we had that moment together. Yeah. Now we got to Well, oh, and speaking of moment together, I want to get back, make a loop here. Yep. So the first show. Yeah. Where I saw you was like cheese dick, and we yep. where we were. Yeah. I will say I want you to know this because this is the part of this that I, I don't think I ever get to because we laugh too much and talk mm-hmm, about what mm-hmm. this is. Uh, like three months later. At it wasn't called Whiplash at the time, but it was post uh, Crash Test. It was called Cavalcade, maybe. Oh, that's right. Right, good you, memory. Right, you were you were doing a set there, and I remember it was a very like something had just gotten in a crab had just gotten in your craw. Ah. You, it was a very like v- like ah, getting it out. Yeah, home set. Yeah, and I remember at that moment thinking like, God. I'm, why did I ever not like this? Uh, it was that moment of like I was wrong. I love that. I was wrong. Sorry. That's so nice. Um, I bet that was that was a uh, was I dating Jamie at the time? No, that's pre Jamie. That was. I don't think she even lived in New York yet. Interesting. I didn't think I started really, yeah. really getting into that place where you started like kind of airing your grievances. That was like a, a fun thing in the relationship. Was that like there was that understanding of like. If there's something kind of annoying yeah. in this, like I'm probably going to talk about it on stage, <laughs> yeah. and I missed that. I've I got gun shy. I had a relationship after that 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 would have just like ruined it. The girl would have uh, cut my fucking face off and then glued the face to the mirror. So when I brushed my stupid faceless skull, I could look <laughs> at what used to be my face. That's what she would do if I like made a joke about her or whatever. Uh, so now I'm gun shy. I'm, I'd love to get back to that place where your where your comedy and your relationship kind of bleed into each yeah. other and all that sort of stuff. But it scares me because I want them to like me and all that sort of stuff. And you want, but do you, but do you want them to? Because uh, that's the trick. That's the like. Because how much can? Because you do bits about Jamie that I think no one knows are about her. I don't do them anymore. Not even like that subway thing. No, no, no. After Jamie and I broke up, I stopped doing the subway thing. Oh, in fact, there was one time. Speaking of Mark Norman, twice name checked on Mark this Norman. Let's just do a three at Mark Norman. Yeah, uh, very funny guy. Um, I Jamie and I had just broken up, and I was at some. It doesn't matter. Some upstairs bar uh, in New York, right? And uh, two some, A someone. <laughs> I, I don't know if I asked for a request. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> but I said, uh, someone yelled out, do the thing about missing the train. And I did it. And Jamie and I had just broken up. And in that bit, there includes lines like, my girlfriend, I love her, but she's slow. Like, there's a sweetness to it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, there's nothing mean about that bit. <laughs> that, like, well, except for her, because she I, is slow. And she also, th- there's a part where you talk about, like, the graveyard. Of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, of Metro cards. I, Jamie, I know her, she has shit where you're like, what is all that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you have all that shit? Why on do you have a receipt? Times? When did I go to Jamba Juice? <laughs> <Yeah>. 1993, <laughs> let's go. I haven't done that bit in so oh, long, dude, I want to do it. Uh, but... Yeah, you're right. There isn't anything uh, mean about that. I, I, that's something that I'm looking forward to is hopefully getting back to a place where it's like, it's okay to make fun of you for being slow. I, I, th- I think you're fantastic, but you're fucking slow. <laughs> well, okay. Then this, then this goes back to something yep. we opened up with. Yep. Um, <clears throat> have you ever had a moment with another person where it's like that coincidental day? Oh, okay. Where I really wanted to talk to you right, about that. Where you're like... 
you it's like did you hear did i say that out loud mm. did i or like did i did you can you hear like well you're not seriously thinking it where you're not like oh my god can you read my mind but you're like oh my god can you read my mind right like how to fuck well uganda uganda in- interesting, exactly interesting like, moment. that i said uganda and you'd been to uganda Let, let's get let's get spicy let's get spicy <laughs> just a new catchphrase let's hey guys spicy. forget keeping it crispy <laughs> let's get spicy all right just forcing it that's for the new podcast you made it uncomfortable yeah so um there is a girl that i like let's just say that okay. and um so i was thinking about her mm. and then that night ran into her roommate like the day I was thinking about her, ran into her roommate, and they live on the west side. Okay, so that, that that's the end of the story. But like, if you she's s- not in your hood, she's not right. She's not live, in my hood. Do you, do you openly say where you live? Yeah, I live on the east side. You live on the east side. <laughs> yeah, 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 I live very far in Los Feliz. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. So there, she's never. There's no reason why her roommate would be. There's no reason. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's funny because uh, I know her roommate and her roommate's uh, boyfriend. Okay. Right. And uh, I was with my friend Oren. You know Oren. Oren, very well. Yeah. And I said to Oren, I was like, oh, it's kind of cool that she has nice friends. That's what I was mm-hmm. saying about this girl that I have this crush on. And I was like, it's kind of nice that she has a cool friend. And we were talking about, because he had met their friends too, and we were talking right. about them. Then that night, we fucking see them at fucking Tender Greens. What the fuck? Yeah, there's there's plenty of places to eat salad on the west side. Why are you going to come to... <laughs> uh, and Well, there are tender greens on the west there side. There are. Culver City. It doesn't make... <laughs> tender greens, please send gifts. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, okay, what do we do with that? What does my brain... What does my brain do with that? My brain goes, oh, I'm embarrassed about what I'm about to say. But my brain goes, I'm thinking about this person. Yeah. And then somehow that's some sort of energy. I, yeah, hate, totally. I, I hate what I'm saying right now. No, no, do, do, don't. Okay. Don't. I, don't. But it's, it's too the, many people want to hate shit like this yeah. with no backbone behind it. Yeah. Like I can hate fucking religion with backbone. Yeah. But this is like, go, go. Okay, I'll just speak freely. Trust, trust free treehouse. Yeah, zone. do it, do it. I, it just, just the way my brain goes is I go like, oh, that's because I've been thinking about that girl a lot. That's why I run into her roommate. My life is being guided somehow by the power of my thoughts. Dude, that fucking, I am with you. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it happens most for me with movies on HBO. I'll be thinking about like, Tell me what you mean. Kamal and I, and em, Kamal and Emily and I were having, uh, we're eating uh, in. Inglewood, we go eat this. We go eat Pakistani food at this place in Inglewood. Pakistan, Pakistani food, and Kumail orders an Udu, Urdu, which is amazing. <laughs> Udu, uh, but um, the, we were Shadi- talking about the forty-year-old virgin. Shadikaro. <laughs> that means marriage in Urdu. Ur- Urdu. Urdu. <laughs> it's really funny when he does. He speaks Masapina Urdu. Masapina <laughs> That means something. That was, he does, he does a that bit. was pretty fucking good. Dude. He does a bit where he speaks in Urdu, and I've heard him do it many times. And he tells a joke. And I'm sorry, no, no, no. Tell your story. He also does a he also does a thing a bit. I don't think he does it on stage where he does he speaks Urdu, but in a North Carolina like a southern oh, accent. Oh, that's fun. Real funny. Okay. But uh, so forty year old. We're talking virgin. about the forty year old virgin. Yes, please. Like in like a lot. And when I got home, it was starting. Yeah, and that happens a lot to me. I uh, Patrick Walsh, I don't think he'd mind me saying he did this a great episode of the show, was telling me that one night he was home alone and he had his iPod. Now, this right. is a music nut, okay? Right. Uh, and I believe he, he was like driving home on the 405 and a song about the 405 came on. Right. And then he got home 
Uh, that happened like three things. Three specific songs about like streets came on. Or, or, already that's a great story. He got home. He puts his iPod in a dock or something. He pours some red wine, which he doesn't often drink. And mm. red, red wine comes on. He didn't even like know wow. he had that song. Jesus. So like I can't yeah. remember the specific examples, but he said it was like six or seven songs in a row directly corresponded. Here's the counter argument. Okay, Pete, I am controlling the universe to a certain degree with my brain. Right. People like that when it's positive, when it's something when it's sweet. Neck, right. But like – Shouldn't I then spend more time thinking about the end of poverty or something? Right. And like, like it's kind of an offensive idea sure, that sure. we're controlling things and all we're getting is a movie. and Or a, a girl, a, a, sighting a, of, a, a sighting of a roommate. A sighting of Chelsea's roommate. Right. Ah, you dick. You dick. That was laser accuracy. I haven't said laser accuracy in a while. It's back. Uh. <laughs> you don't even know that's the catchphrase for like a per- perfect joke. Laser accuracy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was a perfect joke. Uh, okay. Oh, God. I'm it is Chelsea. Her. Actually, when we were talking is about- Is it really? No. Okay. If you were talking about fucking your friend, I was, I was going to be like, like, if Chelsea and I fucked, that might be pretty awkward. Oh, God. I could never. I feel like if I did anything, if you do anything with Chelsea, it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I bet I, she's got to be, there's got to be a relationship, Chelsea. I'm not going to talk about Chelsea. Uh, I, can, I feel her being mad about what I'm saying. You feel her. She was probably thinking about, I hope Pete doesn't uh, talk about me on the recording today. Well, it's been a while. But no, that the, what you're saying though about like being able to influence the universe through right. thought. I mean, that's the thing. I ultimately also believe that that's just how fucking powerful coincidence is. Uh, tell me what you mean. Like coincidence, random things happening in a way that makes us go, "Holy shit!" Like that's that's what makes people create gods. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that is the first step of a god. But that's the thing. Who's to say coincidence itself isn't the higher power? Yeah, I suppose. You, you know what I mean? I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a very loose theory. No, I understand right there, what you're like, saying. Why do, the coincidence doesn't have to uh, mean anything beyond the fact that it's a coincidence, right? That, that's, right. that's special enough, is but what you're sometimes saying. Sometimes it can do shit like, oh, remind you, like, oh yeah, yeah, oh god, I do need to right. call that person, or oh shit, I should yeah. go and give to that UNICEF. Uh, fun. You ever think about uh, thoughts? I just ran in today to somebody that I waited tables with in Bennigan's at Bennigan's between like 2001. Wow. All right? You waited so, tables at Bennigan's? Yeah, and I was walking on the street and I just happened to turn. I was going to Tender Greens again. Jesus Christ, Tender Greens, send me a gift certificate. I know, right? <laughs> Sponsored by Tender Greens. I'm going to the same Tender Greens. And, uh, they can I'm, have the, the crispy salad. Uh, never mind. <laughs> crispy chicken salad? The country chicken salad? Keep a crispy chicken salad? Uh, <laughs> the, the, con- the crunchy chicken salad was the. Is that the Benning and Salad? I think it is. Anyway, I ran into a guy, and, I, and he completely changed the trajectory of my day because he made, we reminisced a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that guy's changed my entire future because yeah. I ran into him, and it made me think about this, and that made me do this instead of that. And then it made this podcast different, and then a lot of people hear this podcast, and now I'm talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. Ah, everything's exactly. crazy. Everything, everything is moment to moment. Everything's interconnected. But it's, 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 it's also one of those things, though, too, that like as – and this goes back to – you're taught – you're, that like that is a weird thing to mm-hmm. say to someone, but it's like no, it's not. It's not weird. What's fucking weird about it? Yeah, I'm just, just. We should all accept that story. That's part of the problem with OCD. Is that like a lot of the well, the magical thinking, the magical thinking, right? But you're also the magical thinking is derived from or not derived, but basically it's because you're not. Don't say that kind of thing out loud. Right. Come on, 
Right. It's like, no, I should be saying this third thing out loud, but I didn't for so long, and it just kind of manifested itself into what it is now. Right. Let's talk a little bit yeah. about, you know what's interesting? So what I learned from you that same night at Pianos, I watched you do this set and not do well, oh, yeah, yeah. which was you were talking about like kissing a sandwich when you make it so your sister doesn't die in a plane, plane crash. crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I That's anyone I know flying. I just, yeah. Okay. So see, most people think OCD is, um, I don't know. Fear of germs, a, a need for things to be straight. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And organize Check the at stove, angles. make sure the stove is right, off, right, right. that sort of stuff. But it's not. It's, 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 a, it's it, almost a religion. Everyone has obsessive compulsive tendencies. Yeah. Right? So that sort of stuff, yeah, that is obsessive compulsive, but that's not, dis- I mean, the, dis- the disorder the part. The D is the big part. Is when it affects your life. Yeah. When, like, y- I can't go to bed because I didn't walk through that doorway and time it with a thought. Yeah. That I did. And I, even though I did it five times, I didn't do it right. Hmm. So I got to get up and do it five more times. That's interesting. I get it right. Why? For no, there's no negative reason. There's n- there's no negative. Uh, re- what does it feel like when you don't do it? It feels like anxiety. Right? Anxiety. It's yeah. it's building, and it's like. But if I don't, if I don't walk, if I don't sing, if I don't sing that one Radiohead song and nail the lyric right as I walk through this door, huh. right, that's going to cause the apocalypse. No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. But what if it? But just what if it? I, I know it isn't. But I got to do it. Yeah, and like that. I, I, I'm not your, like that your, anymore. Your, your rational brain knows you're wrong. Your rational brain knows it's it, just, it's, it recognizes it's a disorder. Right. You're like, oh, I have a disorder. Right, right, right. And you're like, I shouldn't do this. But then the part of your brain that's fucking wearing all that, it's like a fucking like a it's like a gangster in like a wearing a suit made out of OC, you know, made out of anxiety. <laughs> He's like, what are you gonna argue with me, kid? Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm not. You're right. Yeah. He and wins. then you you do it, but it's. It's also just a it's it's a side effect of a creative mind working against you at times. Well, it's funny when you call uh, comedians like weird superheroes or whatever. We often have some sort of dysfunction or trauma sure, sure. that were uh, that that gives us like my inability to tune people out in a movie theater is also what makes me pick up a funny thing that a waiter said two tables away. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So it's like the, uh, yeah. it's a spider bite and that sucks. But now I can climb a wall and that's pretty exactly. cool. Exactly. So you have to walk through that doorway. Mm-hmm. And you also write brilliant comedy. Ah, well, thank you. <laughs> you do. But it's also like it, it's um, it's hard because you go through the worst is when you're in the throes of it and you feel fucking crazy because you're by yourself in a hotel room and you just like you just forced yourself to pee three more times than you actually needed to pee. Hmm. Just because it, it didn't time right with a thought you were thinking, and now you're afraid that everyone you know is going to be raped if you don't pee again. But you're not really afraid of it, right? Rationally, you know it's stupid. It's like but just to calm that OCD side of your brain. Yeah. Like, All right, let's just do this. Well, your brain likes it. Yeah. On some or level, your brain likes having something to worry about. Exactly. Because exactly. we know how to do this. Exactly. I'm the same way with my anxiety. Right. So you know. I know. But it's also like after when you're alone and you go through that, and now you spend the rest of the night fighting off an anxiety attack mm. because you feel so fucking crazy. Mm. That's where it's like, God. But then you're like, well, this is my fucking thing. This is my sore. This is my Achilles heel that I will protect. But then that goes back to your love and your needing to suffer to feel love. <laughs> I feel like. That, wow. I never really thought about it like that. You like, you like a little bit of pain. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Maybe. I'm a little bit I'm not, of a I'm not, I'm not a That's professional. Not a, I'm not a professional. I'm just, I'm asking. Pro- professional. Therapist, anyway. Ah. Cha-ching. No, but you're, you're right. It is like, it is like if, if there are days where like I, or longer than days, times where I have no OCD thoughts at all, and then when I realize that, I immediately, it's like, oh, no, I, 
what would I do without him? Yeah. What would I do without him? Well, I think you know? our, our brains. I, I've had uh, music playing in my head for the past two days. Yeah. Good it's song? because uh, <laughs> not really good stuff. <laughs> really good. Uh, it's often hip hop, and you know what's interesting is not a like, hip hop guy. No, no, no. I, no, I was listening to it. Oh, That's okay, why it's yeah, in my okay. head. I was enjoying it while I was listening to it. The reason I don't like it is because it's an annoying thing. Like you'll just have the same lyric looping and looping sure. and looping, which I was told is a type of OCD because uh, my friend. Uh, Brian Saka went to a doctor and was like, I've had this lyric in my head for a week, and they gave him OCD medicine and it went away. Xanax. Is Xanax an OCD Xanax medicine? Xanax is what OCD Because, because like, they don't have any sort of medication, like, a, like whatever they, what do they give bipolar people or people with bipolar disorder. You know, like, they don't, they don't have any sort of medication that can alter the effects of it. Percocet and recreation? No, Percocet and recreation. A- Amy Poehler, bipolar, parts ah, and rec. Wow. Sell it. Sell it to that. Okay, we got the Crumb movie. We got, well, we got Percocet <laughs> and, and Recreation. Jesus Christ! But the, the the drug that they give you is Xanax because it makes you just not give a shit. Yeah, no, You're I, like, I don't care about that fucking compulsion. I don't need to microwave nothing for thirty seconds because it's, it's could, an anxiety disorder. Right, 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 right. It's oh yeah, it's it's it, the negative. The only negative thing that will happen to you, the negative side effect of OCD is an anxiety attack. Right. If you don't abide by your compulsions, the killer bees aren't coming. If you don't. Right. Uh, wash your head, your shower, take right. a shower four times. But, but does it go the other way? Does something bad happen and then you attribute, you go, oh, that's because I didn't trim my nose hairs or something? Uh, and I didn't mean that as a when flip. It, when it does happen, yeah. when something like that does happen yeah. and you, you'll have that thought initially. Yeah. But then you're like, no, you can't. Right. You got to get over that. You're right. like, no, that's not because I didn't. Uh, but it's, you know, it's kind of, it reminds me of prayer. It reminds me of like people praying calms them down. Damn right, dude. Yeah. Every real... I, I'm f- I'm f- like superstitions. Yeah. Those were started by powerful monks with OCD. That's well, all that was. Can I can I throw this? At? That's very interesting. Yeah. Didn't that just come up on another episode? We were talking about how religion is a type of OCD. It definitely is. Right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Is. <laughs> here's here's the one thing I want to put to you. Then we'll go to religion. We always end on religion. That's fine. That's yeah. uh, and that's what we'll do. <laughs> but he, one of the things that I've noticed there's uh, knocking wood, and sure. there's uh, people. It's funny with the with my pilot being made. People don't like. No one wants to speak definitively. Everyone is very vague. Like you're, oh, people yeah, are afraid of wanna, right. hubris. You're right, afraid right, of being right. like it's definitely, and then it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, even now, and, and like uh, Louis has a bit about uh, someone on a plane and saying, "I hope it doesn't crash." Like people get oh, really, God. people yeah. get really uh, yeah. sensitive about oh, yeah. invoking. Kind of like you, you're talking about a plane crashing, and uh, and I, I was thinking about a girl and ran into her roommate. Like we're worried that it goes the other way too. Well, dude, can I can I just throw this in real quick? It's, well, I was it's in, our okay show. when I was in when I was okay. Uh, I I, I, lo- I love Radiohead. Yeah, me too. My favorite Radiohead song oh, is yeah. the is the national anthem. But you know, one of the more popular songs, but it's like that. It's a bass line, and then like everyone is so near holding on. It's like there's not. It's it's a great song. How can I not know the that? problem? Is, when I was in Australia, right? Yep. Uh, for the Melbourne Fest, which is great fest, but I was watching TV one night. And it was one of their Nat Geo Australia shows was about terrible plane crashes, uh-huh. right? And that was the base. That was the song that they used in the background of the commercial. Like, we're going to explore every plane crash in war. They were terrible. That's a terrible Australian accent. Sure. Right now. But the song in the background was the national anthem. And man, did that fuck with that 14-hour flight back to the States. Uh, when it came on? Because I couldn't get it out of my head. 
Yeah. Like as soon as I board the plane, that bass line just ba doom doom doom. And I love that song. You want to so weird- like, oh, fuck you, Nat Geo Australia. First of all, I can't believe I don't have that song. I, Do you I, not know it? I don't great, know it. Great song. I, I love radio yeah. so much. I have a Radiohead plane crash thing. What? What do you mean? <laughs> the fuck do you mean? Seriously? Yeah. What, do you, what is it? Because Your face just now is terrified. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, I'm not terrified. It's more like, what an interesting serendipity yeah. because uh, I remember... That's our Uganda, Pete. This is our, we're in Uganda right <laughs> This is our, we're in Uganda. I, um, I, had a, I had a... It's not a good story, so please know that I'm not leaving out a, a good, good story. story. I, I could make it pretty good. Go for it. Go for it. No, I'm not going to tell it, but I was on a bumpy plane ride. That's all. Yeah. But it was one of those days, you know when some days you're, you could handle a bumpy plane ride? Oh, yeah. Like, and you're fuck. just like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And this was not one of those days. This is one of those where you're like, wh- wh- where were you sitting? Middle? Aisle? I was in, it was an American Eagle plane. Uh, oh, you know those little ones? Fucking worse. And there's the row of the ones. The row of the ones. <laughs> but you had the window, at least. You had the window. I did least. have the window. Got to have a window. I need the window, yeah. Uh, and I remember holding on to the, you know, the, the overhead compartment. Oh, God, right if I'm I like saw you do that, on. that would scare the shit out of me. The guy next to me was drinking coffee. I've, I think I've told this story on the show before, but he was drinking coffee. I was like, you're not stimulated enough? What are you, nodding <laughs> off? We're fucking going to fall out of the goddamn sky, and you're drinking fucking Nescafe? Oh, God. And he was talking, make, making small talk. And I remember he was like, I think we're going to go to the New York Comedy Club. And even as I thought I was going to die, I was like, don't. It's a terrible club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, just in case uh, I die and you live, don't go to that. It's club. comedians who uh, it's not a meritocracy. It's all about how many people they can bark in. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I had that bad flight, and then ever since that flight, uh, when the song—I don't remember what song it is—but it's "Pull Me Out of the Air Crash." Pull me that out. That is, I don't know it, but I know it. But I know out of the rig. Yeah. Because I'm yours too. Every time you hear that, you're like, oh, God. The, the. Well, I didn't like hearing him singing Pull Me Out of the pla- yeah. Air Crash yeah. when I was on a plane. Mine makes it a little bit, it's more one for one. I mean, because, like, I've definitely, I had a, I had a situation where only I was sitting next, we were sitting next to the guy. He was in, like, it was only a two-seat lane. Uh-huh. It was, he was aisle, I was window. He had a coffee bad turbulence side to side and his coffee just spilled all over me and he was like I'm so sorry and I was was just like no what I said was should have got a lid because I was so scared that I couldn't be witty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, "You think I give a fuck about my hot leg right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. You can pour that shit in my eyeball. To yeah. Stop. You this. took my mind off of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But um, where? Why do we start this plane crash? Plane anxiety. Oh, you Radiohead makes you afraid but, of a plane crash going through the door. OCD. Religion was, is religion. An OCD. Okay. Wow, we did it. We got back. So we, we, before we get religion, uh, I have, this is what I've written down: okay. by curious. That's you, Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, oh, that's running into the people at ten minutes. Cabin, you were going to tell the cabin story. Oh, cabin, was and then you, I'm going to write religion. You asked me as if, if I'm you uh, had ever, if I'd ever seen you drunk. Yeah, oh, I yeah. remember the first time cabin. It's a, it, it, it's a bar in the East Village where there's a show CSL. If you if you live if you live in New York, go check it out. Uh, Comedy awesome. is a second language. Comedy is a second language. Great show. Um, but it was our first year doing it, and you and Julie McCullough came a rolling in. And uh-huh. I didn't know Julian, but I'm like, oh, Pete Holmes. And you were tanked. Really? And you, like, saddled up, and I, like, saddled up I remember up this, you, man. And you were like, hey, come on, get you, get you. you bought me a drink. And I remember you were like, and look, this isn't, like, the headliner buying the new guy to town a drink situation. You know, we were just friends. And in my Why head, do I like, talk like Kyle? I don't know. But in my, friend, <laughs> in my head, I was like, that's exactly what this is, yeah. actually. You're yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember. See, that's one of the things. When I'm drunk, it's harder for me to run these scripts that are polite and stuff. You can see right <sighs> through them. But you were shit-faced, and you were so nice, yeah. and you kept buying me drinks. Yeah, that's... And all we did was just talk shit about people we didn't know. 
yeah. in, in the bar. He's like, that fucking dipshit. You see, okay, well, I, but it was fun. It, was it is fun. But I don't, because that's right. I, I guess it's like, you talked about how, I just, I, what is it? You're a good social drunk. Yeah, but yeah, okay, it's interesting that we did that because look at what happened is I spent the rest of the night talking shit about people I didn't know, probably yeah. being pretty funny and mean, both of us. And what would be a better expression, a better use yeah. of my life is just, just instead of having like, you know, you know, in the chemistry room, uh, your science classroom, there's the eye wash, like the the, sh- oh, yeah, the, yeah. the panic shower. In case. Yeah. Instead of pulling that every once in a while and just letting all my negativity out in one drunken burst, just have a little bit of it. Just have an undercurrent of like, mm-hmm. some. I'm not mean. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not always nice, but I'm very seldom mean. Right, right. You right. know what I mean. That that would be a better way to live instead of like uh, rationing it out. But it's all it, yeah. But I think also like uh, as people, we all need to like just accept like anger and hatred are natural things that are going to occur within us. Yeah. And we need to get them out. And to me, shit talking strangers who will never hear us say these things. Yeah. And it gives us a little bit of release and joy. Sure. That's better than oh yeah hate crime. Like, of hey, course, of course. Let's go beat down a, you know, a, right. one of those fuckers. <laughs> let's go to the West Village and crack some skulls. I don't know who that was. It sounds like James Adomian doing During... Jesse to Ventura. Uh, and a conspiracy. I can't do it. I wanted to try, though. Fucking, uh, I just, I think of all the people that make me laugh. Yeah. And I just, I think of... Uh, yeah, one of one of everyone's favorites. I'm not gonna the spooner of it. The spoonerism of his name would be um, uh, Ron Joy. Ron Joy. What's a spoonerism? When you flip the first letters in the words. Ron Joy. Jo- John. <laughs> Ron, Ron Joy. I, I was so confused by that, and then said it. I was like Ron. Jo- Joy, John. Oh, a buddy of ours. Okay, comedian. He, uh, God damn it, does he crack me up? Just him. Yeah, because he's such like a loud, opinionated Chicago motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love every second. Come of on, yeah, <laughs> just, that's my John Roy. But uh, I, I just, just, br- just bringing it up to say, John, keep it up, buddy. John Roy, stay, on, stay on loud, Twitter. stay loud, stay opinionated. He is a loud man, and please don't ever stop spitting. Come on. <laughs> Don't stop spitting. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's talk religion. about this. Is the oh my god, we've gone two hours already. Oh, it's, oh shit, let's do it. It's one of my faves. You've done great. No, this is fun. This is fun. Do we want to talk about religion? I'm, I'm down. I definitely do. Let's we do all we, we don't we can't we don't have to do it long. No, oh, thank you, look that's... at Katie bringing water and everyone. I'm just checking. That, that's how long my podcast is. Someone uh, has to come by and give us supplies <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> that's not the middle. We're almost done. Thanks, Catherine. Her name's not Catherine. Uh, um, so religion. We've already covered it. Religion is OCD, but it's, it sounds like you don't like religion. Um, yeah, I don't because uh, I was I grew up in a Catholic system. My family was not. My parents, my immediate family, is not religious. Mm. But my there are members of my extended family that are very religious. That's like always for, weird, right? Yeah. Like for example, my sister, my younger sister, got married in two thousand ten. And I became ordained online. I got it notarized because they're not religious, my sister and her husband, but they wanted someone they knew to marry them. So I got ordained to officiate the wedding. Yeah. And there were certain members of my family who would not come to the wedding. Because of Because that. they thought it was a fucking blasphemy. And I was like, well, fine. Like, and stand your ground. Like, you can't. I mean, I know. It, but anyway, 
growing up in the Catholic system, I feel like Catholicism specifically. Is that another one of those things where they're like, you fucking blasphemes, and in the back of your mind, you're like, how cool is that? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They're I want to be up there wearing an all white tuxedo, yeah, which I was. You did. Nice, <laughs> nice. But, um,. With gold trim, because my sister's a New Orleans Saints fan. Um, uh, oh, that's so sweet. It is. But, like, Catholicism, straight up, there's been... Okay, real quick. Hey, man. Real fucking quick. Uh, when I was first... Ha- like, 18 years old, when I first started having, like, massive anxiety attacks because of OCD situations, and I didn't really understand what was going on yet, mm-hmm. I became very religious, because <laughs> I thought I was losing my shit. And then there was one night where just leaving a mass, a priest just saying goodnight to everyone... Like good night, saying nice things, shook my hand like like they were on the yeah. way out, and looked at me dead in the eyes and went, "Stay sane, right? Stay sane. Stay sane." Of all the things you could fucking say to someone, especially in my position, where I was like, "I'm going crazy," and it's because I'm not a good Catholic or whatever. Stay sane was like yeah. a thing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Whoa, right? But but then you know, and that helped, and thank him for saying that because it did kind of. You know, it was like, okay. I'm thinking like three people later he brought another stay sane out. Probably. <laughs> exactly. And then, like, I started, you know, went to therapy and I'm fine now, but like, or fine ish enough. <laughs> but, uh, but like, uh, I also, through Catholic, you know, I, Catholicism, I grew up in it, and it's like, it te- it's a thing that teaches you to hate more than anything. Well, it was interesting, the not yeah. going to the wedding thing. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, or not going to a gay wedding, or, or, not supporting a child out of wedlock, all, all this like judgment sort but, of stuff. But I mean, stuff. in the South specifically, it's like even like multi, like like uh, what's it? Uh, different races when they date. What's it called? Interracial. Interracial. Thank you. Uh, interracial couples are pro- looked down right. upon by yeah. certain Southern sects of Catholicism, and know? not just there. I mean, that's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That's kind of worldwide. But yeah, strangely, I think we're probably doing better than some parts of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but it's like it's really scary though when you like when you think about like I mean I know people who are hardcore Catholic and it's like they won't they're a they won't they won't they've had such a fear of questioning that ingrained into their heads mm. that they will remain shitty people. I think even though they can. At a certain age, start to recognize like that's wrong. Yeah, I really shouldn't feel this way, but they're afraid to question it because they categorize it as like that's just the devil, right? You know, and it's, it's a good like, catch-all, the devil. Yeah, yeah, putting fossils and stuff. It's very scary. Yeah, it's very scary. Right, am I just did I just describe you as a young man? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like it, it was a hard thing to have my faith evolve. Yeah, I will yeah. say that because yeah. it, it's like it's a big betrayal. It's a big thing, and it's a hard thing to admit that, like, you uh, – the big thing with me is, like, I don't necessarily believe that I believed what I said I believed. Sure, you know, and I'm just sure, going to speak sure, for me sure. because, like, it would make me very uncomfortable when people questioned it, kind of like the gay preacher. Like, I would get really angry yeah. when really you should just be relaxed and be like, oh, you have some doubts about my beliefs or whatever. Let's just talk about them calmly. But I would get all worked up because I knew that was a nerve. We're right by a nerve, and mm-hmm. that nerve is if this isn't true – I'm going to have to do a lot of work. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to answer a lot of questions I don't want to answer. I'm going to lose some of that comfort. You know what I mean? Like I I find myself with aging parents, the thought of heaven being like a lovely, delightful thought. And I'm not here to say that uh, that there might not be some sort of good thing on the other side. Right. But uh, it 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 was very easy for me to be like, uh, they believe in Jesus, or people that I love believe in Jesus, and they're, so they're good to go. They have their ticket. Yeah, people yeah. get rid. Yeah, 
is a train coming. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to know I'm making unbreaking eye contact with John as I sang that. Do you know that song? Oh, yeah. All you need is faith. Uh, that song still moves me. Uh, so what What now? No? I mean, I'm not I'm not an atheist. Yeah. Because those – I mean, I'm, this is a common thread of thought now, but uh, atheists are just as fucking annoying as – Hardcore Catholics well, at times. Now we're in yeah. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Why? You're an atheist? No, no, no. no. Uh, but it, we all, I, I never do a good job representing it. Didn't Just last episode, I defended uh, the atheist. Uh, I, I represented the atheist. I tried my best. Yeah. My uh, sister. Hardcore. Hardcore, hardcore atheist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's say your yeah. sister is as annoying as religious mm-hmm. people because atheists, one thing I know about them is that they don't want to be clumped all together. And one thing that I will true, say, true. I will try and represent that people, because I get more atheists. All right. That was a generalization. That's I'll fine. admit that. I'll admit that. That's fine. Yeah. This on the episode where we said cunt 30 times and didn't apologize <laughs> but uh, uh they all it is is not believing in in god like one thing sure. i think that that's the thing so they're just saying on this one topic the existence of god i'm saying no you're saying yes and then from there it branches out to lots of different kinds of atheists i think sure so sure. you're talking I, I see i can't even do it it's hard it's hard i don't know what i'm saying but i know what you mean that a, a radical, and I have certain, and thinking about them now, certain radical atheist friends, and they are very adamant. Let's say that, right, right, and, but also like, what I'm talking. I guess I'm talking specifically about the one, the the the, the section of atheism, atheism who looks down upon people, right. the ones that have some faith. Because to me, it's like, man, like if it, it, it's it's a. It, if you believe in something that much and you're willing to do it without harming others and shit, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, well, this is what I said to Noah. Yeah. Isn't, this is the, I'm going to take this stance again with you and say, but isn't that offensive to truth? Hmm. Isn't like – it doesn't, doesn't that kind of violate the idea that we should be looking for what is absolutely true? And, it, when, and when somebody is like, I believe that it rained for 40 days and a guy was on a boat with two bears – <laughs> and because you, you thought of two fat hairy gay guys <laughs> no I'm just thinking of the absurdity of yeah, being on is, a boat is, right. for a, over a month and one of the rooms has two goddamn bears in it well and the other one has two gorillas yeah and the other one has yeah two, uh, and unicorns and the other one, wait and it was two of every kind of animal so right. one of them had two uh, sugar gliders Sugar gliders? You ever see those? Those little rodents? Oh, like, <laughs> no, but I want every animal, Noah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got some sloths in there? Yeah. Koala bears? The sloths? I love going to the sloth okay, wing. Okay, no, I see what you No saying. trouble in like, the sloth wing. So if, if you believe that, yeah. that actually makes someone feel sick. They have, like, an aversion to that because they're like, if you're saying that's true, then the love I have for my wife or something that I believe is true, that truth is jeopardized by your bullshit truth. You just shit in my truth bathtub yeah. with your stories. So yeah, that's you, interesting. You gotta, you gotta yeah. get me straight. I'm king of metaphor and myth, and there being an underlying message to the flood sure. story, which is that God loved and saved Noah and, mm-hmm. and saved his family, and and uh, we'll never do that again. Whatever the point of that story is. Uh, I, I believe that, and it doesn't need to be true to be important. Sure, that's, that's sure, part sure. A. And then I also believe I understand atheists being like, "Fuck that! That's bullshit." There was a there was a rainstorm in Mesopotamia, and these eight myths were written about it. And uh, yeah, yeah. you're a child, like yeah. I, if you believe that that story. I get both sides. Yeah, I mean, it's also like uh, like the one the one consistent religious thing that I really. That I'm like fuck you for even considering mm-hmm. uh, is the whole predestiny thing. 
mm. that your life's been written and you're like I just Calvinism. Can't, uh, Calvinism is that what it's called? Well, it's one of the predestined groups. I can't. Calvinists I, believe that when you're born, you're it's already de- determined if you're going to go to hell or heaven. Oh wow, isn't that wild? Because when you say Calvinist, I think Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, of course you do. That's when people say Lenin's tomb yeah. in Russia, I think it's John Lennon. I mean, I mean, I mean I'm sorry. I think uh, Calvin Coolidge, of course. Uh, um, no, I mean, but like I, that that one gets to me. But you know what's lot. interesting? Yeah. Okay, so they're saying God knows that you, Sean Patton, when you were born, he knows already whether or not you're going to go to heaven or hell. He's already seen all of time and space and history. He knows every choice right. you're going to make. To so that why I say, do anything? Of course he does. So really, the whole thing is offensive. Their interpretation of that you're predestined, of course God – it's offensive to me to say that an all-knowing, all-powerful God doesn't know – that I'm going to pick up these sunglasses right now or fucking punch you in the face and start a fight that changes the trajectory of your life. Then, of course, he knows what I'm going to do tomorrow and he knows what I'm going to do on the day I die and he knows the condition of my soul when I die. So predestination is actually just the first offensive thing that you should take in to, like, really fuck up your faith and be like, maybe I have to throw out everything. Or you're saying that God is a drunk psychic frat boy. Ah, you're going to hell, bro. Shouldn't have watched those late Girls Gone Wild videos with your dick out. Oh, oh, oh. I'm still alive. <laughs> but, I mean, but it's, it's yeah. I, it, this is interesting how good you are at walking the line. Well, you know it's what? I, I, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I don't know. No, uh, it's because it's, it's it's you're making me think on both sides. Well, that's the problem. You yeah. know what I am? I'm everything. That's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Peter, you got? <laughs> well, there. <laughs> Peter, you got? That I re- you, you look like the form God would take. Uh, was a, <laughs> just, he doesn't want to be too like uh, not too good looking, but in shape, like a, but like yeah. approachable, <laughs> approachable. But also, like can be intimidating because you're tall. Like, yeah, there you go. Trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Good I think full head of hair. Good head. I was looking at your head of hair. That's a goddamn gorgeous head of hair. We both have uh, mother hairy mothers, I guess. <laughs> That's where that shit come from. Yeah, well, my father, my mother, my f- mother's father was kind of looking okay, but he died young, so it's hard to know where I'm headed. Uh, you're only 26, right? 33. 33? How, how 33. young would you fuck somebody? 18? Would you fuck an 18-year-old? No. I won't go below 21. Legal. 21's your legal. 21's. Well, but, but I mean, ah. In the country of Patton. In the country of Patton, um, no one under the age of 25 is allowed in. Because it's because uh, I'm starting to become I'm starting to have those things with people now where it's like like I used to have the whole like you you should be able to drink at 18 yeah shit until I went to spent a, some time in Canada where you see drunk fucking 19 18 year olds yeah, everywhere yeah. I'm like no you know what no you uh, should have to be a little bit older cause yeah you yeah, can't yeah. handle this shit in public or the other the European thing and just have them start drinking when they're like 10 so and then it's not that big of a deal yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I, just to put a cap in it, and we're 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 done here. Yeah, yeah we're, we're done. We're at, I, I could talk. At, I could talk to you two forever. Fif- two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, we're good. I really, we. I feel like I could talk to you forever. Uh, but we uh, can, Pete. Yeah, we can. But wait, what does this get chopped down to? An hour? No, we don't chop it. No, yeah, right. No, no chopping at all. There's no chopping. So this is about to thank you for being on board for our. Two, hour two. 15. Please turn the tape over. <laughs> <laughs> You're an hour two of you made it weird. People love. I. You know what. I love a long podcast. See, yeah. that's me trying to own my own feelings and if not need dr- someone to validate them. If you're driving through West Texas right now, just know it gets better. 
Uh, well, that's the thing. Whichever direction you're Someone heading. is on a road trip right, right now, right, 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 and, right. and we're wrapping it up, and that's causing them a little bit of anxiety. They're like, I'm with this girl I want to impress. She really tuned out during the, the cunt part. Uh, now I have to pick a song to play, or, uh. or do we play another podcast? I don't know. But as long as this podcast is still going, right, right. everything's fine. Or it's like, oh, God, I was freaking out until this came on, and now I've been all right. Yeah. I've been in that room with Sean and Pete. Or you told yourself that you would do something after you let, you were like, that's no, my, that's my reward, it. and now... As when we fucking decide to end right. this podcast, somebody's going to have to clean their refrigerator, or or end their workout. Maybe there's someone who's like, "I'm going to work out for the whole entire." Oh my god! <laughs> or, le- or leave the sauna. We should we should, <laughs> we should wrap get it up. out somebody, of the sauna. Somebody you might lunatic. Die. Get in the pool. All right, I'm going to ask you this real quick because I know it's coming. Where did it come from? What come from? The thing you're about to ask me to say. Where did it come from? Oh, keep it crispy. Where did that come from? Oh, can you tell me? Okay. Yeah, of course. Um, Keep It Crispy started as a joke. Right. Uh, like a lot of things do. And it was it was life advice. And I would be like, you know, uh, eat watermelon in the shower and then throw it over the throw it over the curtain and just keep showering. Keep it crispy. That sort of thing. Uh, Which is something I do. So you're I do, saying just I, I was in stay the Stay fresh. Uh, be present. Live your life. Live your life. I, okay. Be in the moment. Make like yourself it. happy. Make other people happy. Be happy. I wonder. Make I wonder the effort to be happy. Here's a crispy thing that I did. I was in. I parked here at Meltdown to do the podcast. Yeah. I stopped the car. There we go. This is. It's not this even is that good. The table crispy. I don't even know if it's. That. I'm founding something to make it yeah. crispier. I tur- I had the keys in my hand and then yeah. I just dropped them. Like I really dropped the keys and it hit the the floor mat and no one is there and I just go my keys and then laughed for five minutes. Just it myself, just going my keys and then I picked them up and left the car laughing. <gasps> that's goddamn crispy. That that is you, that's all I had. Yeah, yeah, dropping keys and I made it fun. You're you're like. <laughs> I made it happy and fun and light. This is the same guy that's given weird sex advice and fucking. I, I, it's, I don't know if if we go so much gave advice is just like somewhere right somewhere out there. There's like a couple like we're we're fine. Yeah, I wonder. I also that is the that's the point, isn't it? I also yeah. I also wonder if right now because I've I've seen your fans. If someone's <laughs> listening to me question the origin of Creepy Crispy, and like, you just, you don't ask. Uh, you just say Keep nah, It Crispy. I don't think so. You know how badly I want to say Keep It Crispy to, they, to Pete? You come to a live one, we all say yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, as you know, as you know. So, uh, so yeah, would you, uh, we end every uh, episode? You got I, you, I, want, I want you to lead me into it by saying. Normally. Say, Sean, make it crunchy. Okay. And I'll say the thing. Sean, would you do me a favor? I would. Would you make it crunchy in here? I'll also keep it crispy. <laughs> I'll also keep it crispy with your hands, your fingers <laughs> intertwined like a fucking politician oh, yeah. or a fight promoter. And then you smiled. I'll also keep, that's one of my crispy. top ten crispies. <laughs> We've done a lot of episodes. That's that's a that's a that's a pretty good one. You can trust me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's also one of the things I've said to women. You can trust me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not, Good callback. I'm, call I'm not that douchebag. I'm not that douchebag. You can trust me. That's, that's a 73. Yeah, that's open. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. This episode was incredibly crispy because you were open yeah. and you were honest and you made me feel better about some really weird things that I said and felt and thought. And you increased – you made me feel sweaty and, and goosebumpy and panicky. And then, and then you felt that way too. Oh, yeah. But then like we just like fucking used that sweat as the lube – down a happy slide into a ball pit. Yeah, and those balls are... <laughs> yeah, now we're just covered we're in balls. Right now we're just covered in balls, and you know what? We're totally cool with it. That's right, because we don't give a fuck. You're from New Orleans, and I went to a Quaker school. Gay people, okay. You know, 
<laughs> in different ways. Let's go right. Hey, right now, let's go to New Orleans, Pete. I get, oh God, let's go to New Orleans. Get me drunk. Yeah. Get you drunk too. Yeah. And then you'll see real Pete. And when I'm in the middle of the throes of just being like, I like your tits. Yeah. Just go, Pete. This you guy's it. okay too. <laughs> hey, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> I love this Pete as well. I'll just have a. F- I'll have someone with a full length mirror on standby. Ah, look at him! There he is. Bring the mirror, Pete. Look, look at his big smile. Look how much fun you're having. No one hates this guy. That is. <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. No, oh, when's your birthday? March 30th. Working on it. Already putting it in motion. <laughs> so crispy. Awesome. So fun. Thanks, Dad. Love is in the air. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.